I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of the podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Jim and Brother Dave, and a big welcome back to Super Dave. He was on vacation last week. Yay. Morning, everybody. Welcome Good morning, back, everybody. Yep. Definitely feels different when Super Dave is gone. Does. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Soup, you want to kick us off with the pledge? Sure. Pledge allegiance to, to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and to making a good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comforts of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our JFW family members that are ill. We pray for Israel, and no matter what, we trust you, God, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Isn't that amazing? We we pray to be accident-free, and we pray to make good decisions. We pray for patience, and we still deal with a lot. <laughs> we do. Got to pray harder. Right? Yeah. I don't know. It seems not that you want to take away any of that stuff, but I, I was going to mention it, Jam, and you mentioned Israel, but you you read a little bit about what's going on there and how wow. those people have to live their lives right now and the fear and, you know, the terrorism and, you know, they've targeted men, women, and children, the yeah. innocent, and yeah. it, it nobody gets what the life we have here. Right. And yet it's, it's slipping away, you know, and, you know, not so, that I, not that I don't want to deal with this stuff that we that you just mentioned, Dave. But those are the simple things we should never have to deal with, right? And we yeah. deal, like you said, we deal we with it a lot. We take those for granted. Yeah, we yeah. take our Absolutely. freedoms for granted. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so often, I bring it up in the interviews, Jim, when people sarcastically reply, when you say, "How are you doing?" And yeah. they say, "Well, I'm living the dream." Living the dream. And you know you, what? We are. You, Everybody yes. that's yeah. listening, we are living the dream because. Yeah. Yeah. 90% of the people in this world would love to have this yep. dream, right? You want to go live the nightmare? We got places for you to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no kidding. But don't let your guard down. I know this is America, but it happened It happened once before, and it can happen again. So. Yeah, we were talking about that just a couple of days ago, right, Jam, about yeah. how the... Sleeper some, cells. Yeah, some of those sleeper cells could be coming across our southern border, you know, and setting yeah. up stuff in all sorts of different states to plan something oh, yeah. not to be a conspiracy theorist right i mean we were just talking about like it could happen mm-hmm. why why what why would it not that's right the, that's the theory right. Right. right you know right 
Yeah, they say ever since the very day after September 11th happened, they've been planning another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet. I can't imagine. Yeah, there's there's people living in this country that hate us just because we're American. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know? so just keep that in mind. I'll address that more in my final thoughts. <clears throat> As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just our expressed opinions. Episode 101, 547 downloads. Little light on the numbers. I chalk it up to Super Dave not being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Glad you're back, Dave. Way to pull your weight, Dave. Yeah, yeah. right. We you are. can't ever leave. Nope. <laughs> I think it has more to do with the guests that have their input and yeah. their, their uh, you know, yeah. I, I do believe people like to hear other thoughts. Yeah, other besides people. us ranting. <laughs> other people. People like to hear other people. <laughs> <laughs> Head, does it show on their jam? Can you, what is our average downloads, like, 101 episodes divided into whatever. Well, I mean, I would say average is 500 because at 100, we were at 50,000. Okay, okay, so yeah, that makes say, sense. Yep. You know, but those early ones, I mean, they were 60, 80, <laughs> you know right? what I mean? We, yeah. we had a pretty low mark that we've elevated. Right, yeah. Yeah. That'll skew the results. Yeah, Man, for sure. Yeah. We just wanted 140 people to listen, <laughs> yeah. the people that worked here. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> right. kidding. So, and we're still struggling with that. We're still struggling, right? Yep. I mean, that's the goal. Is this is our safety committee meeting? This is our, this is our information we're getting to the people that work here that need to know it. Yep, yep. And the people that really need to hear it that aren't listening, they're not even going to hear us ask them to listen. So. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> right. <laughs> and not to make us martyrs, but us four, we spend hours doing this. You know, we prep for it, and it's the easiest way. Again, like you mentioned, to reach everybody, and we're still. We've pushed the easy button. It's still not easy enough. You're yeah. prepping for this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, wait till you hear. Wait till you hear my dad jokes. Buddy. Oh man, <laughs> 102 episodes, brother Dave hasn't changed <laughs> <laughs> from 13 minutes to two and a half hours. Oh, this is a long <laughs> What's this microphone? Uh, we held steady at 218 followers. So, uh, Good. just to set the mood here today, I'm gonna kick off the dad jokes. What and hunting season's coming up. Can't wait for that. Man, what did the deer say to the hunter? Stop! Don't shoot. Buck off. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, that I is like a good it. one. <laughs> well, I'll follow that up. It's not a hunting joke, but well, I man. think it was a good one. So, uh, Jim, I just heard that Grandpa has a Viagra addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's taking it harder than Grandma. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Man. Wow. Well, Set we just lost some followers right there. <laughs> no, no. Somebody might listen for that. Who knows? That uh, has nothing to do with hunting season. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, well, I, I look through for some uh, podcast jokes. So uh, what do you call a monk with a podcast? Something of silence, vow of silence, uh, podcast of silence, and something. Uh, an air fryer. An air fryer. <laughs> oh, my God. boom. That was good. That's oh, and then, and then I got one more here. Um, my friends just started a podcast where they argue about their cheese opinion. Do you know what it's called? Their cheese opinion? Their cheese opinions. You know, different flavors of cheese. They all like cheese. Do you know what their podcast is called? Nacho cheese. Queso. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I just was on vacation for almost a whole week. And my wife and I took a 870-mile road trip up to Devil's Tower, Wyoming, right? Up at the top of Wyoming. And I'm not saying we we argued at all. We we don't ever <laughs> argue. We've been married for 37 years. So that arguing disappeared a long time ago. Now you just say okay? <laughs> arguing with your partner is like trying to read the terms of use on the Internet. Eventually you just give up and say, I agree. <laughs> speaking of wives i told my wife the other day to embrace her problems so she came up and gave me the longest hardest hug ever (laughs) 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 new employees travis bud started this week welcome to the fleet travis yeah welcome Welcome travis morning travis celebrations anniversaries eric burnham Hit one year yesterday. Congrats, nice. Eric. Congrats, Eric. Congrats. <clears throat> 30 more years, you'll catch up to AST. He hits 31 years on Friday. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So we SD. Over yeah, three Friday decades of this. Yeah. Wow. There's only two people here that, work long, that worked here longer than you. It's crazy. Mm, they're sitting right here. They're sitting right here. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Alex Reza, he hits two years on Friday. Nice. Congratulations, Alex. Congratulations. Talk about silent. I don't ever hear anything about Alex. Right? It's just quiet. So make some noise, Alex. Silent warriors. Yep. Birthdays. We got Ann Carlo and Addison share birthday uh, yesterday on the 10th. Happy happy birthday, guys. And then Happy birthday. Baruch and Frank, they share a birthday Thursday, tomorrow. And then Luis Torres, he's brand new. He's got a birthday on Friday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Luis. birthday, yep. everybody. Happy birthday, guys. I didn't know we had that many twins worked here. Huh. And then family birthday celebrations. We didn't have any this week, but we missed one last week. Oh. And that is for Nick Spencer. That's Kurt Spencer's son. He turned 10 years old last week. Nick is into motorcycles and cars. Seems like a pretty cool kid. He just traveled all over Italy, so... I bet this kid's birthday is pretty good, too. Right? Yeah. That was a trip of a lifetime. Yeah. Thanks, Kurt, for yeah. involving us in that. Yep, oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was awesome. And happy birthday, Nick. Yep. Shout-outs. Shout-out to Big John. He wins the liner competition. He's had his liner for five years. So that is an accomplishment. Absolutely. There's somebody in this room that has accomplished the same, that being mm-hmm. super I got Dave. six years out of a liner in one of my yep. trailers. Big John but just got one-upped. I tell you, that's <laughs> so important because when you get a little bit of a hole in that liner, you have to live with it, and you have to clean it out, and and it's you know, it's quite the headache. And a, and a liner repair is not just an overnight thing. We got to down the trailer, we got to cut the hole out, we got to weld in a new piece. Yep. I mean, it's a big deal to replace or repair the liner. Yep. <laughs> so everybody out there listening, take care of your liner, clean it out daily. Be sure there's nothing underneath the liner. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of giving it a little shake when the trailer's in the air. Yep. Wait, so stuff gets underneath it? <laughs> like through the holes? <laughs> nope. So what happens is you, you drive half of the distance empty, right? You're loaded, mm-hmm. then you dump it out, and then you go back to the pit. When you have rocks around the edge of that liner, or perhaps underneath the Z-strip, and they get under that liner, just the bouncing of that truck will move that forward. 
and and the and believe it or not, when you're empty, the the force of the wind will lift that liner up a little bit as you're driving down the road. Because the wind's hitting the tailgate, it's curling down <clears throat> and lifting the floor piece of that liner. It's making a little pocket, right? Dave? Yep, and that allows the rocks or whatever the grains of sand to move forward yes. in that um, in that bed of your trailer. And then once they get to a certain distance forward, maybe six, eight, ten feet, they are stuck. Yep. And they are not moving. They're not coming back out at that point. And they're yep. going to create a wear point. And every load that you dump over that little three-quarter rock is going to create a bump. And then you're going to have to dump your loads over that bump. And it's going to wear that spot out. Yep, absolutely. Create a hole. Best thing you could do at the end of every day, and this is something Super Dave taught me when he trained me how to drive an end dump. Last stop, you put that trail in the air. <clears throat> you get between the tailgate and the trailer. And you shake that liner out. You could put a broom handle underneath it. You know, I showed a couple guys in the last month how to do that, and they were like dumbfounded how much material was actually right. Stuck oh yeah, under there. yeah. Yep. So cool. So I was just thinking, listening to you guys. So if we just traded the word liner for life, you know, because when you get a hole in your life and it just continues to grow yeah. so you when you shake your life out right and at the yeah. end of the day should you shake your life out should you pray should you think All thank that. your wife you know thank your family you know what, what happens when you don't when you don't take care of your life that is mm. profound it's, Jim. <laughs> it's just i don't listen to him like oh wow we could trade that out life and liners <laughs> this next shout out brother dave you brought it up but i know jr and i especially want to shout these guys out because they saved us a lot of time and labor. But we had a core spill, uh, a grain spill of cores the other day. Saturday. I don't know. Yeah, Saturday. Yep. It was JR and I Saturday. We were working. And uh, there was the probably. The self-proclaimed A-team. We are the A-team. <laughs> if anybody wants to challenge us, we could set something up. You got a shovel contest you can take them to? <laughs> I just know we have the best breakfast. So <laughs> you guys could take your roundhouses and, well. Man, I can't I can't argue with that because Jr. treated me to one of those burritos. Wow! Welcome to the A team, Jim. Right? That's how right. It is. Yeah, it was good stuff. Well, anyway, because I looked at the burrito jam and I'm like, oh, I'm only going to eat half. Um, <laughs> no way. Stop. No you way. Can't stop. I could probably eat two of those. You know, because when I'm done, it's like, well, I was good. I'm somewhat satisfied. You know, but I could. I eat thought more. they were huge. They're pretty that's big. They're, they're big, Dave. Yeah. But uh, I, that's what I meant. But I would, they were like, man, that's just good flavors. Uh, it's yeah. just wow. a good. It's just burrito. so good. You and want this is more. from the doghouse. Yep, that's those badass breakfast burritos. burritos. Badass breakfast yeah. burritos, okay. which is an affiliate of the doghouse. The doghouse makes them. Okay, it's interesting. I did a little research on the company, and if you Google badass breakfast burritos, they're all over the nation. A lot of them are in the doghouse, but there's other restaurants that also carry their brand. Huh. So, yeah. It's, it's, so like, it's like a franchise. It's a franchise. Huh. It's a but, franchise for other franchises to just, it's like a sub-franchise. Yeah, it's yeah. using up their kitchen space yeah. that they're rented. That's how I took it, Jim, because I kind of did the same thing, looked at it, and the way they're in different places is their kitchen's not being used in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're the, oh you make hot dogs? You don't have breakfast. <laughs> yeah, let, right. let us help you out. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's just weird because there's no breakfast available in that whole complex. Right. Like, like no one's there. How would you even know yeah, it? That's what Jr. Well, told me. He yeah. says you wouldn't. Yeah, it's not even on the menu. Yeah, or you got to know somebody. Yeah, <laughs> the eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, we had about three. I'm gonna call it three tons of grain on the ground. Maybe a little less. Maybe a little more. At Coors, under the under at the can. Coors, under the can. 
Well, by the time we could even say that we're mobilizing, Kendrick, Casey, and Scooby also said they were going to mobilize and head over there on their day off. Ah. Right? So these guys were all just doing their Saturday thing, and they came to help out. And I just thought that was great. I was telling you yesterday, Brother Dave, like, man, I wonder what situation, if I was in on a Saturday, yeah. would prevent me from going to do that. You know, so... Kudos to those guys. You know, they just uh, they stepped up. They high rode it up for sure. And I guess what's so impressive that's <clears throat> I, I hope everyone understands that's part of your leadership team. Right. Those are your leaders coming to help you. Yes. You know what I mean. And and on their day off. Right. That's that. It just yeah. I mean, they didn't it's show up. They right? didn't show up in their work clothes. They yeah. Were, you know, well, some of their work clothes are the same. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, but they they're not they're not coming in to have burritos. They didn't. They you know that put, that's something you that come in to do, right. right? You don't come in to shovel. Yeah, you know, and this isn't, I guess, driving. It's shoveling. Honestly, you guys. their attitudes. Why we were there was better than mine, and I was, <laughs> I was supposed to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> technically, none of us were supposed to be there, or right. none of you guys. I, I didn't right. go. I mean, yeah, I don't blame you. Also, shout out to Arturo Mendoza. He was the next trucker cores. He came over there and harassed us for a while, did a little shoveling. So thank you, Arturo. Nice. That's awesome. We, I, I want to back up if it's okay, and we don't yeah. need to mention the driver and stuff, though. But what? why did the spill happen? Tailgate was unlatched. And why? <laughs> Complacency. You know, and then, and then you load your whole truck? The whole thing was loaded. And yeah, and, and you you find out when the grains finally you know spilling on the ground. I mean, you didn't you didn't walk around. I mean, what is the most important thing about Coors? Yeah. Make sure your tailgate's locked. And we, <laughs> over and over and over, we 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 went over that. And I mean, you, you we're could, doing everything we can. We're even praying. For we we, we even have a shovel team, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, why should we have a shovel team? And when you load at Coors, it's not like you're under the bin at Fry when it's coming out at a ton a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it takes 15 minutes to load sometimes. Yeah. So you've got all the time in the world to double-check your truck and, you know, be proactive. Right. The thing sure is, that- too, and, and so this driver had another course spill previously, right? But it was a winter time. Things are different in the winter. I would like to say the previous one was not his fault. But... After a couple hours of shoveling one time, you would think, I'm going to make sure this tailgate shut every single time. Yeah, and I understand what you're getting at, that things are different in the wintertime, but not when you get to Coors. Right. It doesn't matter, spring, summer, winter, fall. Check your shit. Yeah, make sure the gate's closed. That's your job. It doesn't all, matter what season it is. Yeah, and all the way closed, because yeah. the wintertime is just a different way of making sure your tailgate's closed. Right. Right. That's all. Yeah, yeah but also a learning experience for a lot of new people in the winter, so... Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, well, we we definitely have to cover that too because we have a lot of new people that haven't been through a winter and having to you know leave the tailgates on the outside of the dogs yep, we're gonna at talk night. About that. And yep, so we're, we're gonna we are gonna address that. That is part of the outline today. Mm-hmm. So good point, Soup. Uh, let's see. I'd like to give a shout out to Ray Davis. He was on the radio the other morning, just encouraging people to listen to the podcast. And uh, we're going to address that in more detail as well in a little bit. Ray Ray. Ray Ray. Got a couple shout-outs. This one, this one made me a little emotional to just even read. This one's from Jimmy V. Good morning, Jam. Want to send a big shout-out to everyone on this JFW team, from the leadership to the safety directors, 
to the new person that started with us this week, to those who come in and grind and high road up every day. Remember to be kind and courteous to each other because we never know what struggles someone else can be going through. Also, be kind and courteous to other fellow truck drivers. Doesn't matter if they are white, black, green, or a blue truck. They're out there doing the same thing we are doing, providing for their families. Let's do things right, safe, and get her done. Much love from my JFW family. Big hug to Manny, Rico, and Dustin. High road to F up, 00101 GUI. <laughs> nice job, Jimmy. Well yeah, put. Awesome, Jimmy. Well yeah. put. I think I think I'll use that for my closing arguments. I love there it. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just so much. There's just so much good meat here. Just. Yeah, right? I mean, the shout yeah. outs. Everyone's great, but talking about being courteous, you don't know what people are going through. But also, we're all out here doing the same thing. That's mm-hmm. trying to provide for our families. Yeah. Doesn't you know? matter what truck you're in. Yeah. Doesn't matter what truck you're in. I mean, I hate to say it. I love JFW, but nobody just comes here for fun, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, not, we're coming yeah. here to provide for yeah. a life for ourselves and our families. And so is the next person, you know? So keep that in mind. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Yep, that was great awesome. job, Good Jimmy. Good job, Jimmy. And then uh, Chris Beam, he had a shout out as well. Let's see. Shout out for Casey and Kendrick for helping me switch out trailers the other morning. Also, the next day, helping me move some material to get Axel legal. So that's that's a nice job over there, guys. Yeah. Always willing to help out. Andrew Nonis, he just texted me literally a couple minutes ago. Good morning, Jam. Can you do a, a few short shout-outs for me? Oh, a few shout-outs for me. I wanted to say thank you to Ray Ray for helping me get in with JFW. Ray Ray. And I wanted to say thank you to Gabriel, Truck 0030, and his cousin that drives a tandem truck. What? Jesus. Gabe and Jesus are cousins. Gabe and Jesus mm-hmm. are cousins? Yeah. Wow. Did not I don't know that. his name, but they both helped me fixing the mud flap on the trailer. His name was, was Jesus. And it was the end, Chewy. And it was the end <laughs> of the day, but they took their time and helped me out. Thanks, Jam. And you are awesome too, brother. All the staff and the brothers, they have a good values and they have created a JFW. Have a great day. Man, same back at you, Andrew. It's, it's really been a pleasure having you here. So. We appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Yep. That is awesome. Yep. That's all I got for shout-outs, guys. You guys got any? You, you read the ones I turned in. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Glad I could help. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a little plug for the Northland Corral, which is uh, part of the choir that Jesse Radabaugh's wife, Rachel, is part of. They have their concert i guess you would say coming up anyway uh it's going to be held october 20th 21st and 22nd i believe that's a friday saturday and sunday and that's at the parsons theater at one east memorial parkway in north glen so go check it out nice. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah that's just what off of i-25 and 120th right there i think i guess by the yeah. new rec center yeah. right dave that's where he <laughs> said they got yeah. it's a nice place to have a venue it is, yeah I mean, yeah I've south watched. of 120th there on you know you turn on grant and yeah yeah right before the, curves, yeah. the the sports place yeah, yeah. boondocks right boondocks yeah oh, absolutely yeah yeah that's not too far from me it, it it's funny i was just thinking when you ask about shout outs and it's so quiet and i know dave turns some in and we you know you have we have the guys do that stuff i i feel bad because sometimes you know you just go through and you think of this person and this person but I concentrate more on a dad joke. Some podcasts 
than, than a shout out, you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to be funny than, <laughs> than remembering the people through the week or something that, that so you came in. So you prepared for the podcast. Well, you you try to, but sometimes it's a five minute gig. <laughs> He's preparing so. for the dad joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> I get it. It's, how, how terrible can I sound with a with a dad joke? I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that, the outlines get harder and harder. You know right? what I mean? And we went 101 of them, right? <laughs> yeah, this is 102. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's you know I think that's why the guests help and, and stuff like that. But funny, this is like a pivotal point in the podcast every day where we start to get into the discussion, or we call it the meat and potatoes. And I look down, and we're at 23 minutes. I'm like, oh, we're going to be done in an hour. Short, short one, yeah. Let, it depends on how passionate we get with the rest. Let's see. So, it's never an hour. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I know my shout-out last week, I believe, was you know thanking everybody that's, like we said earlier, is a silent warrior, mm-hmm. you know, just doing it correct. You just yeah, Right. Those people you just don't hear about. Right. You know, but you... But, but we don't, like, sit down and read out the name on those. Yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Which, and we have so many of them. What, sometimes you can't because they're so silent. Right. You know, you just don't hear anything. And, you know, I, I, Jimmy doesn't know what it means to me to hear him write that. Yeah. You know, I can't express that on a podcast what that means and how special Jimmy just made that right. that moment for me. And right. honestly, we we want that more from the fleet. Oh a- yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But if nobody, and I know it's part of the discussion, if nobody's listening or we lose listeners when this is again the easiest way to reach people. Yeah. You know, I mean, how would you? Well, you're either engaged or yeah. you're not. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, and I don't want to say all in because that makes it's like makes me feel like I'm saying, oh, it's everything JFW. Just listening to the podcast is easy. Yeah. You're just picking up bits and pieces to help your career or your job here at JFW be better. And, you know, we kind of throw out some life tips too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave's high road hauling every week and the things we talk about. And we're here praying for your family. And it just, it's important. Yeah. You know, and I know Ray Ray, you know, pushed that to, oh, hey, yeah. listen to the podcast. If you're not listening to the podcast, you know, and we've actually had some people go, I don't have time for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the time. How can you not? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything we're offering here is we're helping you be better, but only if you want to be, right? We're giving you every single tool we have to offer. We have bought, paid for, continue to search for, continue to we speak, we hunger, we speak about, we hunger for preach. knowledge and passion to pass down to every person here to make themselves better at their job, at their position, at their career. That's what I'm just sitting here bragging on our leadership team, then went and helped someone that made a mistake shovel and pick up. We are here for you. With a smile, joyfully. Right. right. Joyfully. Except for one person. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, we we have a shovel crew. Yeah, you're either engaged or you're not, and we need to engage. We need to enlist those people that don't think they have time or don't think it's important to them because truly they may not be our culture. Here's the thing is people got to want it for themselves more than we want it for them. To me, it's just like personal training. You know, you could go out and you could get a personal trainer and you could want to be, you know, Mr. Colorado or Miss Colorado and win the bodybuilding or fitness or bikini competition and you get a personal trainer that's that's that could take you to that level but if you're at home sitting if you're if you're at home sitting on the couch eating bonbons at night that's not going to happen you got to want it not going to get there more than the trainer wants it for you so it's the same thing like when we try to 
you know, coach people up in their lives. You know, let's say they're struggling. You know, let's say somebody has an addiction, right? They want to quit drinking, let's say. And we're over here, you know, the five, you know, we're, we're over here with our pom-poms and you can do it and we'll help you and what do you need and what can JFW do for you? You got to want to be sober. You know, we can't do it for you. You got to want it more than we want it for you. Same thing. If you want to be successful here, you want to be an expert at your craft, you want to be a good driver, you want to make a lot of money, you got to want that. We can't just make you want it. So That's everything life. Yeah. Every single thing life. Yeah. You have to want it. You have to be engaged. You uh, Other people can't do things for <clears throat> you is exactly what you just yeah. said, Jim. You know, the guy that the guy or the girl, I'm just to include everybody, right, that doesn't listen to the podcast and it isn't engaged with our culture, I can tell you what their life looks like outside because <laughs> they're not engaged with a whole lot. Yeah. You know, they're not giving 100% to a lot of things that they do. Right. So. Yeah, and we see that because you spend whatever the the percentage would be, eighty or ninety percent here, right. you know, or at your job through your life, because yep. you you have to you have to work, you know, yep. or most people do. That's how you get get ahead. <laughs> the person that's not sweeping their tailgate off, they're not squatting all the way down in the gym. I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> right, always right. picking on those squatters, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the man. deep squat. That's it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes. You see, we're already at 28 minutes. <laughs> Stop Man, looking at your watch. We were ranting, ranting on shout-outs. <laughs> oh, that's because I backed up. Love to go back. Hit the band in one shot. Right? Man, I just think back to you guys saying, we don't have time for a podcast. How are you going to pull that off? Uh, I think that's because we found success, or we feel right. like we found success with yeah. With the people that are engaged, just like yeah. Dave said. At the end of the day, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it for us to do it. Absolutely. You know, when Absolutely. you hear when you hear guys like Jimmy V giving shout outs, brand new, well not super brand new, but Andrew Nones get like Yeah. Like what what does it do for them? You know? So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean it 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 does something for me every week because it makes me more positive. You yeah. know, and, I mean there there's people that want it because there's days that I don't get it, get it published as early as usual, and my phone's blowing up. <laughs> right, where's where, the podcast? Where's the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. All right, first item on the discussion: Toro. So here's one thing that's going on in Toro. So when you receive your Toro, you'll have an order. That order is for one load. Okay, a couple things are happening. Let's say a guy was running Fry to Plan Twelve all day. Let's say they got five loads in there. They'll upload multiple tickets to the one order, right? They just, yep. you know, and honestly, that 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 might be a good idea later down the road if there was a place to put five ticket numbers, right? But what happens when you do that, you're just, <clears throat> they're not all being recorded, right? So one ticket number and one picture per order number. So you go run a load. When you go deliver to plant 12, Upload your ticket, you put in your ticket number, you put in the weight, that one's done. You go get another load, go to the next order. The exception to this is <clears throat> for the pictures. There's only there's only only going to be one ticket number and one weight. But there could be multiple pictures because at Coors, you're going to need more than one picture. At uh, Simplot, you'll need more than one picture. But it's one load per order. Mm. So all the paperwork for one load goes with one order on your Toro. I hope I explained that correctly. Yeah, I was just going to jump in there, Jam, and, and I just 
you know, like I mentioned, I had Linda send me a bunch of fake loads over the last couple of weeks, and except for the situation on on uh, you know like Coors or whatever, if you have a picture already, you shouldn't be putting another picture in. You shouldn't. Right. If you've done a picture, that means there's a load attached to that one order, and you're done. So right. don't go back unless it's a Coors or or right. you know another situation where you have to put a bill of lading and a ticket. But right. I, that's how I looked at it. Is like. Oh, this order's done because I have a picture right. on it already. So don't don't put multiple pictures on there. I mean that right. that's how I was looking at it, James. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's going on over there, BD? <laughs> I, just, I ran across a dad joke, and it, was, oh, shit. it, it had to do with pictures. And it was. Do you know what Richard calls his photo collection? <laughs> Dick Richard? pics. Dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I, was, I you know you digress. Had to, had to degrade the situation. Well, you, you know, let's put some fun fun in with it. If yeah. you already have a, a dick pic <laughs> on your Toro, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah. that goes with oh, that one. No. Please, I don't can't send imagine the pictures that are going to come across. Oh no, yeah, uh, we opened right. a window. Yeah. Well, that one's pretty cut and dry. So is this next one. <laughs> Report all damage to equipment. Or other things when it happens. What? Yeah. So just to be transparent, we had to let somebody go the other day. They ran into a uh, concrete wall, damaged the bumper of the truck, never said a word about it. Our safety team, oh, those, man, those guys smelt it. Yeah. Kendrick and Casey, they smelt it over there. Which, when you saw the bumper jam, oh I mean, Oh, my gosh. Was, how do you even park that truck like that right? and not say something? Right? I right. mean, it was annihilated. Right. Called right. the driver. Hey, driver, do you know we just discovered some some damage on the bar? I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I didn't hit anything. I like, saw some scratches when I left. I saw a little morning. scratch this morning, but, you know, I thought it was like that. Okay. So then hours of... Research. investigation yeah yeah like okay well here it is you clearly hitting a wall <laughs> right yeah truck jerks ran truck back jerks. and forth yep. i mean yeah metal solid metal is moved inches the the square the square brace yes. on the back four by four tubing yeah Tube, yeah. yeah the welds cracked like, yeah it was it was a hit yeah don't know what happened yeah yeah so didn't know anything happened yeah listen it's it it sucks that this is part of the job, but we are used to things happening here. Yeah, when you fess up, you mess up. <laughs> it's really the best choice you can make. Oh, is absolutely, to, is to just say what happened. You uh-huh. know, we we always try and drive these points home from a different perspective, right? Every mm-hmm. week, every week we're saying the same thing. Right. For for thirty five years, thirty six years, I've said the same thing. Right. And, and it just dawned on me today when you said it, Jam, like I literally, I mean, I listen to the trucker prayer every single week you read it, and I finally underlined, we pray for your patience because 99% of the time we have accidents because we're in a hurry. So we pray for your patience. We pray for the making of good, safe decisions. You know, everything we've had go on, have these guys have not made good, safe decisions, you know, and patients are not right they they were they were in a hurry and then we pray to be accident free i guess i'm trying to drive home just a different we're praying for these things we're not asking oh my god we're asking we're praying we're hoping we're discussing it how much more can we try and drive the point home i was just about to say the same thing driving it home 
So. The the thing though too, you guys and and I know you talked about it, Jim. But the introduction to what our discussion right here on this is report all damage to equipment when it happens. You know, not only did the driver didn't he didn't do that right, but he did mention to you when you guys spoke with him that he thought something happened. You just things just don't happen that you don't know about it right right you got to figure it out right yeah. so he i think he mentioned he thought his trailer hit something yeah so monday night nothing happened <laughs> tuesday, <laughs> tuesday morning, morning yeah, he found the damage monday night yeah. call the driver yeah. right jim nothing happened tuesday in this room that we're recording the podcast in oh well there was one one time over plant two i thought maybe something happened but i thought my trailer ran something over so he thought and, I mean, in a video, he does look in his mirror like, oh, what was that? Not in the front right where the sound came from, <laughs> you know. So. And, and and that's my point, Jam, is get, stop. Get out. Get look, out. Get out look, and look. Figure it out and go, holy shit, I just bent my bumper. Right. I hit that. Then call. Right. You know, everybody makes mistakes, and we shouldn't be making that mistake. But like you said, fess up your mess up. So like, Jesus, I just hit the bumper. Uh, what? So a couple okay. different things, right? In this case, one, let's say he knew and he didn't report it. I mean, that's not good and you can't work here, right? No. Number two, you didn't really realize what happened. And you didn't take the correct actions to figure it out. You can't work here either. Right. No, I mean, this is a guy that is not awareness. in tune. Yeah, no situational situation. awareness, I mean, but not in tune with what he's doing. Right, you could have ran over a baby. Well, I didn't, I didn't. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I thought I heard something crying. Yeah. I, right? <laughs> oh, a tiny little baby carriage? You'd never feel that. Oh, no. Yeah, just cruised over that, that wheelchair guy on the corner of the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah, Jim, you mentioned it, and I think we're back to basics, right? Just stop. You got to just stop. So, something, Check it out. That's what I mean. Something happened. You know, because he, he, he gave the incidents where the something happened, then something happened. Right. <laughs> something happened what'd you do about it nothing well and that's where we talk about having the window down at a job site yep. right now everybody's going to bring up that we've got a couple trucks that the windows don't roll down oh on because switches are on back order better bring it's in. like two or three right it's not the but, fleet but you, you still we have to overcome that dave right. Right. and so if you can't roll down your windows maybe you look a little harder than just listening maybe you roll down your other window could be, you know. Could, I mean, what what are, what are the alternatives to get through this? Yeah, the the window thing is just it's crazy to me because I drove double eleven like a week or two ago and right? the windows weren't working. First thing I did, I made sure the AC was working. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, if the AC wasn't working, I'd still figure something out. Sure, you know, maybe sure. I drive without a shirt. Who knows? Sure. <laughs> and then we, you know, the other thing was mentioning that the electric mirrors don't work. Oh, you know, and well, and, well I mean, my, my head moves, though. That's weird. <laughs> and what a great tool to be able to, I guess, turn the mirror to the your mirror to the mirror in the bin. And, and I understand that, you know, but for years and, you know, I'm going to brag about when we used to drive, how hard it was. Please don't do that. Uh, OK, I won't. I don't feel sorry. I don't I think don't. I've loaded out of a bin, <laughs> whether it's Morrison or Fry or anywhere and ever moved the mirror, Jim. <laughs> right, ever. Dave. Right, Dave. And I'm glad there's a tool out there, or maybe our trainers are teaching that, to, to make it easier to load under the bin. But what if you can't do that? What can't if you, load. You, I got to bring it in. You know, and then, and then Rick jumps in there and goes, hey, just tell the, the guy running the bin, 
your mirror's broke or whatever, you can't see the mirror. Will you help me out? And I mean, how Whoa. how simple you communicated with somebody and you need some help? Because I, I don't, I mean, we you used to talk about that all the time. Usually when you ask for help, most people can't turn it's you down. human nature. Right? They just, hey, I need I, some help doing this. Can you no, help me out? No. Yeah, how many people, yeah, no. <laughs> you don't hear that. Good luck, bud. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, I just, you're barking up the wrong know, tree, It's fella. also male human nature to not ask for help. Oh, Dave. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Men Believe are from me. Mars and women are from Venus. <laughs> you that crap at all. <laughs> I've heard it a million times. Yeah. yeah, but. Ask for directions. No, I got this. <laughs> so It's so funny. Todd, Todd Fisher, shout out to Todd if you're listening. He used to tell a story where like somebody like did something and he was upset, but then later that person needed help. And he's, he like pulls over and he's like, wow, it really looks like you need some help. Oh, I do. Cool, let me see if I can find somebody. And he, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, he had some wit. Oh, he man. Old. He taught. Yeah. 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 yeah, it really looks like you need help. I'm not going to do it. So. <laughs> yeah, that's where you... It's not that you're not going to do it. You just can't. Right. Because of the way you were treated, right? But right. that... You got to get past that. That's eye for an eye. Yeah, Absolutely. if you lived an eye for an that's eye, right. the whole world that's would be blind. Nope. Yeah. All right, chain class. Kendrick put on a chain class, not this past Saturday, the one before that. It was a big success. Yes. We had three people show up, all experienced at chaining. Yeah, so there's the guys that already know how to chain, wanting to be better. Yep. Refreshing. Refreshing. Oh. Yeah. And and I loved, because we, we talked about the chain class, that's the reason it's on the podcast here, in the, in a mini safety meeting with our, with our safety guys, and... Uh, Ken said he likes to, when somebody goes, oh, I know how to chain. And Ken goes, okay, what's the first thing you do? And they go, well, I laid out my chains in front of the tire. Nope. <laughs> and then Ken was like, oh, you don't know how to chain. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? So anybody, well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a way, but not the best way. Sure. Right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. People have chained. Maybe you've only chained a couple of times in the last, like, five years. There's always tricks to the trade. Exactly, you know? Dave. F you, bud. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I don't, you don't want my help? <laughs> right. Yep. I'm not going to chain. Well, <laughs> let me see if I can find somebody to help you chain. I mean, I just love because it's been two years ago now, but I mean, I'll brag on Mr. Perfecto Rosario yeah. 0086, man. He wheels right up there. We're, we've got five trucks parked at the state shed at the bottom of Kenosha. They've been there I, I would tell you close to an hour. We're, Before we're, he got there, yeah, Dave, if I remember We've right. been watching them on the state cameras, camera. on CDOT cameras all piled up there. <laughs> we're not watching on our cameras that we have in the trucks. And you see, and they're all parked at the shed on the, on the left side of the road, right? Rosario, he wheels up, doesn't even talk to a man. He parks on the right side of the road, throws his chains on in like eight minutes, and <laughs> he's gone. And everybody's called in the office like, hey, he, he, he showed up chained and left. What do you want us to do? <laughs> it's like, uh, chain up and go, you know? And I mean, so Rosario, he blazes over, gets loaded. He's almost back, and those guys are just on their way up over the pass. And yeah, I just, that's a trucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a guy, he didn't call. He didn't ask. He was like, oh, I just got to throw some chains, and I'm out of here. And, yeah. and what a, what, how cool is that right you know what i mean silent warrior 
guy just gets it done just amazing we i, I thank you rosario what a what a great thing you know they have a brand new chain up area at the bottom of kenosha now they've finished it they've got nice. lights um i've yeah. noticed on some of my travels this year boy they've got some beautiful chain up areas like at the bottom of wolf creek all lighted um safe because there's a median between you and the traffic lane and i gotta say they've done a good job over the past four or five years that's putting- awesome so there's something else there's the state no matter what your political or government deal is they're trying to make it safer and better but if you don't know how to chain up what good is that area well, and here's here. I mean, here's I mean, if you can't if you can't chain, what what good is that? Yeah, here's the hammer that smacks you on that too, Jim. If you're you've been provided a chain up area, you've been required to carry chains. If you go up that hill and the chain laws up, and you you get stuck or spin out, it's like a fifteen hundred dollar fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and that that that's going to be on you, not us. Right. Again, we've provided you with the tools. We're telling you how to use them. Three people have come to Kendrick's class. Only three people. Yeah, and the guys that probably don't need it. You know what? How many guys have actually taken their chains off and made sure that they're all okay? Right. And they have four of them. Or made sure there's a key in the glove box for them. That too. Right? Bungies to tighten them up. Anything. Yeah. If I was to bet, Dave, I would say three or four people because that's all that showed up at the chain class. Yep. Out of 105 trucks or whatever we have on the road. You know, and and that's just here. It's the same as a podcast. Where here's a tool we're we're supplying that's better than going to safety meetings, trying to listen to us mess up your day, and we can't get everybody to listen to the podcast. Right, and it sucks when you're on the side of the road and it's dark and it's snowing two inches an hour, and there's five inches of snow on the ground. It's uphill both ways. Yeah, you're sitting there on a hill. <laughs> Sounds you like know, a- but that's that's the thing. If I remember from the video. The chain law was up on the pass. It was almost dry. It was a little wet at the shed. There was no, you you just had to chain and do your no more than 25 miles an hour and and go get it done. Go get it done. You know, the magic lies in the things that are difficult and that you can't do. That's where the magic lies. I like that. So I like that. I like that. Super Dave, I like your glasses. I see you got some new Oakleys. (laughs) You are the first person to notice, Jim. Oh. That's that's funny, Super Dave, because I noticed they were Oakleys, but I didn't know they were new. I, I didn't. I noticed yesterday when you, Monday I was standing next to Linda, and you walked in our office, and you just wheeled in from outside, and they were dark as all get out. They had transitioned oh. and hadn't popped back yet for being indoors, and I was like, "Oh, Dave Stylin, welcome yeah. to the club, Stylin some new spectacles." I, uh, man, I went even farther than that. I got my Ray Bans prescriptionized, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for driving. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the photo gray doesn't work in your car. So. Oh. Because of the tint on the windows. Yeah, the UV. <clears throat> yeah, just regular windows, Dave, have UV protection. Right, yeah. No tint right. Yeah. required, yeah. Well, I'm probably going to follow you, you. You should say that again, Dave. Sorry to interrupt you, Jeff. You should probably say that again, Dave. <laughs> your regular windows have UV protection. Right. No tint required. Right, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't darken the window. It's just UV protection, so the we can't argue to the state patrolman. Well, I have to tint my windows to keep from getting skin cancer. Mm-hmm. Not true. Huh. Yeah, and so if you're going to go that route, Jim, the my sunglasses that I had uh, prescriptionized or however you want to say it, I just went with just distance mm. because I didn't want the I didn't need the transition, so to speak, from reading to distance. You know, yeah. and anyway, I love it because I I've driven. The last couple of days with them but uh anyway now the 
speedometer and everything is out of focus. <laughs> I was going to say, so you can't read. I'm like, wow, what a bummer. That's funny. Well, the good news is, Dave, you can't text and drive. Yeah, I could just... Uh, with my sunglasses <laughs> on, right? But I can't any other time. No, I don't... I, have, I can't hardly read anything, you know, without glasses and without staring at it. I, sure, yeah. I don't know how people even do that at all, to glance at their phone and yeah. shoot off a text. Yeah, I got an appointment with Lens Crafters, lens crafters today because I need some new glasses and... Can't get these because they want to take my insurance. Um, I'm probably going to get some Oakleys. But yeah. You look hey, good, bud. I, I didn't really pick these out on purpose, but they are made <laughs> out of titanium, Ooh. and they are freaking light. Nice. Yes. Light as a feather. Sweet. Nice. My wife just got uh, new contacts that are bifocal. Really? Contacts. Yeah. Uh, how does that work? Good question, Jim. But it works. Yeah. They're, they're, and it's, they're weighted, and they roll to the bottom. The bifocal rolls to the bottom in your contact? But how do you? How does your eye see through it? Yeah, it's just it's because I mean to look through a bifocal, you're looking out. You're you have that <laughs> right. out Probably and like down the through lens. Yes. lens. It's just yeah. like these, right? But it's attached yeah, but to your eyeball. I think Jim has attached. the answer. I know, but the way, the way you said it, Jim, if the bottom is weighted that way, the reading part yeah, when you, stays when you look, where you need it. Yeah, when you look down, you, you, somehow you look through the more bottom portion. Remember, mom oh. had those, Dave. Yeah, and they were weighted. I, well, I, and, I, I and, get what you're asking. Yeah, and they're disposable. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it's pretty rare because she had both of her eyes done like 20 plus years ago, actually uh, 25 years ago. And uh, once you've had that, uh, it's really slim to get contacts. Mm. It's not common to get contacts mm. after that, mm. which, of course, we didn't ask that question 25 years Why? ago. Why? Because it irritates the So when they laser your or? eyes, it yeah. flattens your eyeball. It takes away the curvature of your eyeball. Is what they told her. And I the, the lens doesn't stay because I know her and Holly talked about it. Right. She's been, Holly's been the same thing 20 years and yeah. finally needed some readers and yeah. didn't want glasses back. Yeah. Mm. But she's got astigmatism and they took her, they take care of that now too in the disposables. Wow. Huh. So, I guess I need Now, on the disposables, do you, do you got to change them every day or you just leave them in? Every day. Jim. Every day. She just goes to bed and yeah. throws them in the, the trash. trash. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. And they're, and they're reasonable too, Jam. They're really not. Not like you're throwing ten dollars a day away. Right. Yeah, when you no, buy. these these were around like a buck. Yeah, maybe yeah. a buck fifty. My, and mine are extended. Where just lose one pair of glasses. I, I, you, I sleep with you, mine in. So yeah, extended wear. Though. Extended yeah. wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you toss them in a month, but you're supposed to take them out every couple of days and at least clean them. Yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> See how this appointment goes later. All right. Next on the list: equipment repairs, write-ups frustration and a driver quit so basically we had a guy text us i think it was yesterday morning yeah said hey i'm not coming back to work and we asked him why he said the equipment which is crazy because we have amazing equipment granted the truck he was driving was throwing a lot of codes but i mean <clears throat> what do you think about that good luck <laughs> <laughs> I, it's when I, I'm just going my opinion, right, Jam? This sure. is one man's opinion, right? For me, it's heartbreaking because, I, I mean, ultimately, we have spent as much money as you can throw at equipment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, right. have, we have the latest, greatest, best, badass, nicest equipment. Tens of millions yeah, of dollars. Absolutely. And it is so frustrating when you fight something that's broken. Mm-hmm. And we've spent... Tens of millions of dollars on it. Right. So now it's a double-edged sword and it's cutting you both ways, mm-hmm. right? 
it's not good enough and it's the best you can buy. Right. And it, it, I mean, I feel for the guy. You know, I'll shout out Bob Marty in 0075. He's fought a check engine light for a year and a half in that truck. We've taken it to MHC. We've worked on it. We've downed it for a week and a half or two weeks. We've put sensors in it. We've tried to reroute wiring harnesses. And Bob, God bless you. Thank you for putting up with it because it codes like four times a day. And it, I mean, the codes we get is like, it's shut down. It's derated. It's this, it's that. Stop now. Exactly. And, (laughs) and Bob powers through and it's one of the few trucks that it's not shutting down, but it's telling you it's shutting down. It's not derating, but it's telling you it's derating. And I mean, Bob's to the point he's asking for another truck. And I, I feel so freaking bad because it's like, Oh my God! How do we fix this stuff? And we've bought the best there is. Right. You, you know what I mean? And it's this isn't something that's just because of an engine or just because of an after treatment or it's what's on everything. Right. You know what I mean? We could have a fleet of a thousand Cummins, yep. same. Right. It, it right. might be in a different capacity, but we're still fighting the same after treatment issues because of the sensor expectation on everything because of our emissions. So I yeah. I, how do how do you fix that jam? Because I'm trust me. Do you know how frustrated it is when we're like, oh my god, we have bought the best equipment available, and it's still not good enough. Yeah, that sucks. <clears throat> I guess what bugs me is we didn't have a chance to help the driver. Sure. Other than him writing it up, it not getting fixed. Him writing it up, it not getting fixed. Right. It's not because we're not trying. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, we, not like we're like go drive a piece of equipment that's not DOT, yeah. you know, you know, it's not, it's out of regulation or you know out of compliance yeah. is what I mean to say. Yeah, don't worry, there's no brakes on it. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine, right? We're you know so to just get a text message in the morning when I've sat down with this driver and I've talked to him about his career at JFW when I've checked on him two, three, four times early in his career to make sure things are going well. When we try to develop a relationship with people where they should know they could come to us, you know, when you when we just I have no I have no idea that this guy's writing things up and it's not getting fixed. I have no idea what's going on with that truck, yeah. so it's all news to me, you know. But when I shake this guy's hand and we agree that if he has any problems, he knows to come to me so I could help him, and I don't get a phone call. Yeah. It's just disappointing, you know, so. Yeah, and it could just be a good excuse. <laughs> it could be an excuse, you yeah. Know? That's what I believe it is. You, you don't always get the truth when someone leaves. Really? <laughs> wow. But it's just like we're talking about 0011 happens to be one of the trucks because the driver called in this morning about the the window switch, <clears throat> which, you know, runs the windows and, and the mirrors and stuff like that. And then you talk about not working on it. And I don't know if, I think it's Ron's, truck 011 and we he's off today with his his dad's funeral and stuff but you know chris had all the notes we did finally get switches in which we couldn't get switches right yeah, they were back couldn't couldn't get the switches so then we got switches so i don't know if it's the quality of the switch we got because they're back ordered and they're rushing it we put a new switch in it the new switch didn't work so we think we have a bad switch so the mechanics took a switch out of another truck and it worked and it worked so they thought okay it's definitely a bad switch so then we put an, the another new switch in it and it worked and yet now it's not working this morning right. so like dave's frustration so we, we when put he's talking two about, brand new switches in one worked one didn't yeah right yeah but your frustration on top of you know you've bought the best you've spent all the money we're, we're working on it too right and and can't fix it you know and we're praying that bob's truck just quits 
Yeah, so we it, can fix it. Yeah, we, yeah. And, and I'm not saying blows up. I just <laughs> wish it quits. Yeah, would quit. I can, yeah. I've asked about it. I don't know how many times. Absolutely. What are we doing? You know, and and Mikey, you know, he, uh, when you send it to the dealer, and the dealer can't fix it, they've they've right. given up on it. What what is that? Yeah. You know, and why why spend that kind of money on that truck? Yeah. You know, it just it is. Yeah, that the, you know, but but again, you got to go back to some of the simplicity. Is, you know, was it written up? You know, was it written up? Was it written up? And then you find nothing's been written up. And then you're like, well, we can't fix it if it's written up. And then your frustration goes when it was written up. We have worked on it. And then you're back to, you know, plan B, whatever, D, whatever that might be. Yeah. I want to throw this out there, too. Don't just write it up once. Write it up. Then that following day, get with the mechanics, see if they had a chance to look at it. That's the Mention key. Mention the problem again. Write it up again. Write it up, write it up, write it up. And that's the key point, Dave. You have to communicate with someone. Yeah, it's communication to solve the problem. Absolutely. It's like yeah. communicating with the guy, you know, filling you up at Fry's. Hey, my mirror don't work. <laughs> Why do I need to write it up every day, though? That just seems redundant on my part. How do we know it's not fixed? <clears throat> because you wrote it up, we pulled it in, we fixed it. It worked or when worked we put on it. Yeah, thinking you fixed it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's my point. We right. fixed it. We think we fixed it. Yeah. And park it, and it's broke when you get in it again because that's just what we're dealing with. We don't know it's broke until you tell us. Yeah, and the window the the mechanic can check. But what if it's a vibration? What if it's a you know a Jake problem? What if it's a fan problem or anything like that? I don't think any of the mechanics have a driver's license to go drive the truck. They can't go test drive it. So you have to communicate that, that, hey, what you did didn't work. There's there's the redundancy of yeah. it is is yep. keeping the line of communication open. You know, or get, and, and you know, like talking to the, the guy up at Fry's filling the truck. I hate to keep coming back to that because I love that with Rick. But you can communicate to one of the safety guys too. That all of us have driven a truck. Hey, can you come run a load with me? Can you drive this truck? Can you check this out? Can you help me? Can you check with the mechanics? I'm being lost in the work. You know, it seems to be being, being lost in the write-up. Hey, do you know anything about the parts? What do you? We'll find out for you. I'm losing a load today, having to pull over and disconnect my batteries. Yeah. What, what, what's going on? What, what do we how, need to how do? How can you help me get through this? Exactly. Working yeah. here is like having a good marriage. You have to communicate. Exactly. If, if you don't communicate with your wife, you don't have a very good marriage. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah, and, and then you need, you need the whole story, too. You can't just give them bits and pieces about what's going on. <laughs> what? Right. You know? It, you know, it, it's a... I, I don't know. Not not to. It's going to sound like I'm dogging on the driver, probably, when, he, when hopefully he listens to the podcast. But we blew up a motor this morning, okay? And the conversation to start off on the radio is: there's oil everywhere. The oil everywhere. You might as well call a tow wrecker. What information did we get out of that? Did you blow an oil line? Do we have an oil line? A filter club? Yeah, we've had filters come off. Come off. Come loose. Is there something going on? Not there's oil everywhere. Call call a tow wrecker. That. Yeah, so the driver, he experienced something where he may have known firsthand from experience, we're going to need a tow record. He just wasn't able to communicate why very well. Yes. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And if, it's, you know, hey, I did look at it. My, my flashlight's not working too well. I believe there's a hole up in here. I looked. Or I was driving along. Big bang happened. Right. Shook the truck. <laughs> when I got out, there's oil all over everything. I'm looking now for what's going on, but I'm just giving you a heads up. 
we would start to go okay let's look at the codes maybe we can get on the phone with with brinks but it's just uh, you know there's oil everywhere it just it, it just we need better communication that's what we're asking for but that's what the podcast is about we're trying to communicate this situation if you don't listen to this podcast you can't help yourself be better when you call us because we just explained how to do it. Yep. And and to the driver, sorry if it sounds like I'm I'm nagging on you. No, we, we maybe, run in, we run into that a lot, Jim. You know, we need more communication. Yeah. We need and we, the thing is, we need better or clear information. Absolutely. I mean, it happens all the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'll make a joke out of it, but it's like, hey, driver, how many tires are on that truck? Blue. <laughs> right. Yep, I got blue wheels. Yep. What? I didn't ask that. You know what I mean? Right. You're answering something that is completely different. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, and we're, it, we all do it. I mean, we have oh, that, 100% guilty. We had that accident the other day. I'm on my way, and I told you, hey, should, we call a, should we call a tow truck? And you're like, you're not even, we, <laughs> you haven't even seen the truck yet. You answered your own question. Right. You answered yeah, your own question. I get you it. called me. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was a dumb question. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. Yeah. But you, you, we you don't start, know yet. We don't know yet. You know, your mind, you know, your mind starts going like, oh my God, I just blew an engine. Oh my God, this guy, he just had a bad wreck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the car, but <laughs> the car needs a wreck. Of the, <laughs> the, the truck was fine. You know? Yeah. But the thing with that, Jam is, and in, in, in I'm going to defend you right now, your first communication with the driver, when you ask if everybody's all right, the guy was like, I don't know if the guy's alive. Right. That puts you in a different frame of mind. Right. If you think you've, you know, killed somebody, I doubt the truck's drivable. Right. Right? There, there's where, but that wasn't good communication. They hadn't right. even checked. We went over it last week. Yeah. Get out and try to give some assistance. Yeah. You know? Jim, if you do kill somebody, don't they tow the truck immediately? They, at that point, it's under quarantine. You, they uh, should come inspect it, Dave. And if they can't, can't inspect it, they do impound yeah. it. Yeah. Impound, that's what yeah. I'm they do. They do impound yeah. it. Yeah, double O, we didn't even kill somebody, three. but yeah. three was impounded. Who was involved in a fatality? Well, I, I, actually, I was thinking of double O one when the I-25. Oh, I know gotcha. they impounded yeah, yeah. that one, but they yeah. couldn't get to it and inspect it. Dave, gotcha. Remember? Sure. So... Not that we need to remember. Those stick more in our mind than, <laughs> right, Super Dave? Those stick more they in do, their yeah. mind than the good days. They yeah. do. Yeah. Well, hey, we are days away, maybe not even days away. We may be hours, hours away. right? It's cold Thursday. From cold weather, right? Mm-hmm. So we Here it comes. <clears throat> we mentioned Burr. it on the podcast earlier. This job changes in the winter. It's different. It's just a different job. The truck, the trailer, our trailers use more air than, let's say, a flatbed, right? Because we got the auto inflation system, the tailgate, the dogs, everything works from air, right? So it's important to do things differently in the wintertime. Number one, if you want to save yourself some grief, first thing you need to do every night, starting right now, I'd say until the spring, prop your tailgates open. How do you prop your tailgate open? You'll uh, go back, you'll hold your, you could prop your tailgate open, then close your dogs, and then you could take your hammer or whatever you prop your tailgate open with out and down and just lay your tailgate propped up on the dogs, okay? The reason we do this is in the wintertime, your tailgate could freeze to to the um, seal. Seal. Yeah. So then when you go dump your first load, the weight of the material is going to pop that tailgate open and the seal is going to come out with it, and now you have a... 
sealless tailgate that's going to leak like a sieve. Yep. Explain yeah. why it freezes overnight. You explain why it freezes overnight. Why does it freeze, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't answer a question with another question. That's not right. Because it's 80 degrees and sunny. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't ask. Well, I demanded. <laughs> right? When, when you go to a gravel pit, what happens to that material as it's going through the plant? Gets washed. It gets washed. Yeah. Which means it's wet. Right. And then when you dump out your last load of the day in the wintertime, is it cold and dark? It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Sure. Um, so that seal and in the inside of your trailer is just plain wet. Got it. And then it's going to freeze overnight. Great job, Sue. Yeah, and then Thanks, I, th- Jim. <laughs> then I know we've changed the trailers because we used to have to, you'd have to raise them up to get the tailgate to open and then, you know, let lower them back it, down. Yeah, yeah, and lower it. And I know you mentioned a hammer and stuff, and we've had different problems, but I think the majority of the trailers too, Jam, is you could lift it up a little bit, go back up, close the dogs, and let the trailer down, and they'll stay on the outside now yep. with the new style trailers. Absolutely. So, there, you know, that, that kind of eliminates the hammer thing. And right. we also did that so you're going back and checking. You're halfway back to open the tailgate. Now you can check your dogs. They're open yeah. or not or froze or right. or whatever. So and, you know, and closed. And right? closed, like absolutely. The drivers. Yeah, yeah like you're it. already, you know, 50% there, there when you work the valve. Just walk back the other 10 steps and look. I like that, Jim, because then you won't have to worry about leaving your hammer in the tailgate, and then you won't have to worry right. about losing your hammer on 56. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but you got to remember to – to hit that button in the morning yep you know absolutely so well yeah on your walk around when you're doing your pre-trip you should notice that your tailgate is on top of your dogs yeah absolutely right? absolutely <laughs> kind of hard to miss that right yep. Yep. <clears throat> another thing we should be doing is draining our air tanks at night getting rid of that air making sure there's no condensation in the lines to freeze right because a frozen airline will not help your <laughs> your morning out at all yeah, and then and then if you are trading trucks or going, you know, driving driving other people's trucks, and it's not building air this time of year, you know, and you hear air leak, first thing you should do is check the air tanks on the truck. Maybe the yep. original driver in that truck opened up the tanks, walked away because he knew he'd close them in the morning. He's not here. Called out, whatever. Or yep. She's not here. Whatever might happen, you just situational awareness. Don't don't panic. And, Everything is situational awareness. Yeah, yeah. Just and and. Listen to the podcast because you're going to get in a truck that won't build air, and you got to remember that hey, somebody might have drained the tanks. You know, it happens. It happens quite a bit. You know, through the year mm-hmm. or through the the cold season here. Should we only drain our tanks in the wintertime? No, no, absolutely not. You mentioned we should, that last week, Dave. Yeah, we yep. yeah, in fact, now. it's going to take several purges to get all of the water out of the system. I mean, absolutely, think I, Dave. I mean, what is our? <laughs> I'm making this up, but like a half a mile of quarter-inch airline <laughs> in that truck and trailer. You know? Sure, sure. There's an in, uh, interesting stat. I wonder how many how, how many much airline feet is or there? miles yeah, of, right? of airline yeah, we really do. And the know? thing is, you'll never, ever get all the moisture out. Yeah. There's you always drain some your tanks every day. It's creating moisture every day. Yeah. Every single day, it's creating moisture. That's it's. I don't want to say that's its job. It must but be a huge problem. That's what happens. In really moist climates that are cold like Alaska. You know, yeah, where the humidity is 100% all the time, but yet yeah. it gets to 10 below zero every night. Dave, they actually make a, I believe it's a dehumidifier for trucks that specifically oh, cool. are in the Arctic wow. regions like that. Makes so, sense. yeah. And yeah. down like around the Gulf Coast, don't they have two air dryers? I've seen truck? that. Yes. Yeah. 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 We bought some trucks that had from Florida yeah, that had, had the two, two air, air dryers. dryers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Another thing you might want to check now is make sure you got plenty of washer fluid and good wiper blades. Don't want to head out into the winter with bad wiper blades. And then make sure we're using our cold weather starting procedures, meaning you start your truck. Well, make sure both knobs are out. Turn the key on. Let the key cycle. Okay? So the computer does its checks. Go ahead and start the truck up. Let your air build up to 125 PSI. Your air dryer will kick off. Go ahead and push that red knob in, which charges your trailer. You'll notice that your air your air pressure drops. Wait for that to come back up. Wait for the air dryer to kick back off, and then you should be good to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and you've mentioned it. I don't know how many times, Super Dave, you said the same thing. So we're talking about cold weather being days away. Make sure you got some clothes with you. Mm. You know, like you mm. said, Jam, grab a grab your duffel bag, your yeah. backpack, Super Dave. You said you've had stuff through the years. Every you, year. You know, you just yep. you yep. switch over. This is you the time of year. That? Being a good boy scout. <laughs> Situational awareness. <laughs> what? Being prepared, hmm. you know, hammer, tool, yeah. you know, whatever change. You've checked We're, the change. I mean, we've you all got been. bungees. Yeah. Everybody in this room has been talking about the weather coming this week. Yeah. Why is that? We knew Monday weather was coming tomorrow, right? Yep. We've all yep. been talking about it for four days. Yeah. Yeah. Just job changes in the weather. That's yep. why we yeah, know. Absolutely. We absolutely. And you, and why you, do we do that? So we're prepared. And we're engaged. So yeah. we all have situational awareness. And it'll, it'll make your day much easier. Make life Halloween's much coming. easier. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've told that story about Rock and Ron and having that silk baseball coat up on top of Lovely Bass <laughs> a lot of times, and I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yep. Yeah, it gets back in the truck shivering, huh, Dave? Wet the whole Man, bit. I'll Just what a miserable ride back to town <laughs> yeah that, it's so funny you guys i just watched a movie i can't think of the name of it but uh they were up in basically almost like this arctic region in the winter of wyoming and uh the movies with jeremy rayner uh that's not his name jeremy anyway the one that just got hit with the snowplow exactly that drove over himself yeah i think that's his name Rainer, Renner, 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 Renner. Renner. That's Renner. what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, like this FBI agent shows up, and there's this uh, uh, cop that works on the reservation, and the cop tells her, "Hey, you know, you need some clothes. We're going to go back and find this dead body." And she's like, "Well, this is all I brought." And he's like, "Well, you need to have gear in the trunk." And he's like reading her the riot act why she doesn't have all this gear, and it was funny because she's like, "Well, I came from Las Vegas." And he's like, well, that doesn't matter. You're working up here. And she goes, well, I live in Florida. I was just in Las Vegas for a conference. And he goes, well, that doesn't matter. You're working up here. You know, and it was funny because the next day on the show, she shows up and she's got this big winter coat and she's got these big boots and she's all bundled up. And the cop reaches up and he pulls the price tag off her hood. Of the jacket. <laughs> and he's like, I see you found town. <laughs> so she was getting prepared, but she wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good to be prepared. Be prepared before you need it rather than oh, yeah. after you need yeah. it, right? Isn't that what being prepared is? <laughs> well, yeah, the way it's called reactive. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Getting back to the chaining, right? It's better to learn how to chain over at yard 23 on a exactly nice right fall up. day. Yeah, a nice yeah. sunny day. Than on top of Kenosha in two feet of snow. That's so. right. Awesome. Well, we have a lot of questions from the audience, so if you guys don't have anything for oh, the man. discussion, we'll get into it. First question from Jack Oquendo Mejia. Good morning, Jam. I have a question. I have a question for the brothers for the podcast. On the Western Star Trucks, 0043's engine brakes work fine on all three levels, 
but is it possible to increase the strength on all three levels in the engine brake, or is that the max on it? 0043 clear. Jack, we need to verify that everything is functioning 100%, but yes, those jakes are not as strong as the Packard product. What do we call that? Brake horsepower? Yep, engine braking horsepower. It's it that those engines have less horsepower, less engine braking, braking horsepower, horsepower than our Packard yeah. or Detroit yeah. product. But, so But all that means is a gear less. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't yeah, instead really of coming sti- down the hill in ninth, ninth gear, you need to come down in eighth. Yeah. And then, so there it's just driving the truck and we've we've changed up a little bit of braking horsepower for a better engine. Yes. And that's what we've done. And the the series of engine above that we just met with Cummins yesterday, it is the top of the line braking horsepower that Cummins makes, the engine a different engine than what we got. But this engine is lightweight, fuel efficient, and they, they have like for the last three years, it's like one of their best released motors. They, yes. ha- they have no breakdowns. They just, really? it's just. No check inf- engine lights? Exactly, Dave. In nice. fact, in fact, out of everything we talk about, and I don't know if everybody understands this, so we buy an extended warranty with a truck whenever we get it, and we, we look through what's it cover, what does it not cover, how much does it cost, all this other stuff. And everybody, as we've bought in pack car products, Kenworth, Peterbilt, all this different stuff, the extended warranty um, or warranty period gets more expensive and more expensive. And correct me if I'm wrong, the last ones were seven grand a truck, Dave? Yeah, now we're to the 10300 Okay, so Cummins believes in their product so well, they haven't increased their warranty oh, since wow. 2017. Wow. Okay. Six years. And you know why they haven't had to increase? Think, think about it. Why haven't they had to increase their warranty? People aren't using it. Exactly. Yeah, they don't have any warranty claims. Right. Exactly. So there's no cost. There's right. no cost. And we hear that. On in, this engine. On this engine. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. X, the X-15s, it's, yeah, a, had, it's, yeah. it's much more expensive yeah. warranty. And, and the thing is, too, though, is you look at that. So as you build your braking horsepower, that puts more stress on the components of the engine because you're, you know, whether it's transmission, driveline, you know, in not injectors, but your valve train, your cam, all that kind of stuff. So we're 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 changing it up, Jack, to give you better of all the worlds, not just the braking horsepower. So right. drop a gear. And Dave's right. We've got two other trucks, that, and we got the one back forty, right, forty this morning, yeah. and it was a programming. Problem. Yeah. We were missing yeah. a, a head huh. or two yeah. heads. His will jig. get the program update because his shift stock is not functioning. Yes. I just, so he'll get the program update. It sounds really encouraging to hear about this engine, right? Yeah. And, I, and I love that. And, you know, to me, come down the hill a little bit slower, you're going to spend less time broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> right. Exactly. The engine's lighter than the next upgrade, so you're able to haul what we're hauling or more than you would if you had the other engine. It just amazes me, though, that these trucks get delivered with a programming issue. Yeah. You know, to yeah. me, it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. We're spending, I don't know how much the Western Stars cost. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I know they're over $100,000, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That ship sailed long ago. Well, I mean, <laughs> turn, let me see. one seventy three seven sixty. So there we go. Almost $200,000 for a truck to be delivered. With a programming issue. Yeah. That just blows my mind. I don't know how you guys are smiling right now. Jim, we've got one sitting over there that we paid for three weeks ago we haven't gotten yet. 
Because it's got an issue. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And these are the trucks that have the better. Yeah, they're going to be better than our pack car product. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, though, is is Freightliner, where we're getting the Western stars, they don't send you a truck unless everything works. They try to, I mean, it's, it's extensive. They're checking it out. We met the guy that does all the, the checking the of the new equipment. Yeah. yeah. Was he but, off that week? That these other two? <laughs> well, you can't feel the, che- the Jake sitting in the shop, right? And you don't know that when it's in manual, it's not shifting. Mm. I don't know if they're taking it for a test drive, but until it's loaded, they, they can't find that stuff. Right. But to your point, Jam, yeah, it's still being delivered with that stuff not working. Right. Yeah. yeah I, you, you guys are going to hate me, but I'm going to go all political again because it's all freaking tied. The politicians make the policy that we have to follow. But here's the deal. That engine goes away in two years. They're only going to make it for two more years. Oh. Great, because it doesn't meet emissions, and their X15 uh, platform, they're not, they can't even sell it in California because it doesn't meet their requirements. Wow, yep. so, to me it would be like buying a house. You know, I mean, you can't. Well, maybe you can buy something for one hundred seventy thousand dollars now, but I know my first condo was one hundred eighteen thousand dollars mm-hmm. back in two thousand five. I can't imagine buying that, and then my realtor is saying, "Well, you can't live in it." Or you can live in it, but the dishwasher's broke, the fridge only heats, and <laughs> you know the stove works when it wants to, and the heater only warms to fifty. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, watch like, out for that sloping floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, and I, don't I put out it. some decon <laughs> <laughs> and spray too. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a pass on that, you know. But it's just we're a trucking company. We need trucks. These guys have trucks. We're looking for the best product. And, yeah. man, I, I hope the, the Western Star Freightliner, MH, not MHC, Trent, I, ho- I, hope, Trent, I hope this is the answer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah we, if, we hope so, too. If it's any small constellation, you guys, a lot of the people I talk to that are coming from CR England or one of these other companies, they're well, well acquainted with the check engine lights <laughs> and the stop engine lights. Right. So, like, this yeah. guy that Very just quit, much. he quit for equipment. Well, where are you going to go drive Yeah, that has better equipment? If they have a pack car fleet or a pack car engine or anything pack car. Which means Peterbilt or Kenworth. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that issue. Yeah. Right? Or you're going to go drive older equipment. You're going to have different issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't get it. So. Yeah. You're going to have the issues where the truck won't pass DOT. The truck has got three, three million miles on it. Yeah. Uses a gallon of oil a day. Yeah. Next question from Chris Beam. Can we please try to communicate with our COSA? Oh, excuse me. Can we please try to better communicate with our COSA before we're sent there for preloads or end of day loads? Oftentimes, they don't even have material on the ground. Very frustrating and time consuming when other things could be done, even with the ability to put down time, which we appreciate. So, yeah, I mean, I have an answer for that. And I don't. You know, we try really not to ding other companies, Jam. Right. But Arcosa is one of the worst, and I know personally that the dispatchers are telling, being told there's a load there. Oh my oh, god! I've been, yes. I've been they down call there. every single truck we send up there. We call first, and it's like, oh yeah, we got three loads. Yep. So I, you know, and Chris has got a beautiful point. But yeah, when when you when we do that, Chris, and we've been doing that, and I I don't know what short of it being called being like lied to, or maybe their people have such a hope that there really will be a load there, I don't know, because we, yeah, it's, it, 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 it is a mess. Yeah, yeah and, and and we talked to one of the gentlemen from uh, 
where are we hauling the the stuff CX. out of CMEX? Yeah, CMEX, and we we talked to the our contact there. And he was talking about Arcosa. He went and visited a plant in, I don't know, North Carolina, Florida, something like that. And he said it's the same operation. He said he thought it was just the one in Boulder. And he said the Arcosa company, that just seems how they run their ship. Wow. And it's, he's, he said, I, I'm disappointed that he has to work with, with somebody. And, again, I, I don't like, you know, dogging other companies. But it, it is, it's. You talk about cultures, right? Yeah, and we've worked for that customer for twenty-five <laughs> years. Yeah, in, dif- in better, different buyouts, though, yeah. right, David? Right, Lynch? but I yeah. mean, when we started up there, and it was TXI. Yep, that was the well, original company well we ran. worked for, right? Yep. I mean, that was a Texas-based company. We we hauled, I bet two two days a week. We were hauling. We had five trucks that would load lightweight out of there. We were up there all day long, day. delivering to the rail yard over there by Plant Fourteen. Yeah. I mean, we hauled literally thousands tens of thousands of tons out of there on an annual basis now we can't go get a load yeah and I've, it's been that way this is what it went txi it went uh st- uh well bluestone was no, that well that was the rock company uh, trinity. trinity trinity thank yeah. you now arcosa so yep. we've yep. been we're three companies in and i mean it's the same problem now it, it is it's, I've, yeah. I've seen it firsthand you know, we'll, we'll get the order, and I've seen dispatch contact Arcosa or the salesperson. Hey, we got trucks coming, you know, anything over 20 minutes, we're going to have to tr- – oh, no, we're, we're, we're ready. We've got a load. Yeah, so either operations is lying to the salesperson or the salesperson. And we've, a, we've called their bluff on that too, yeah. Jim, and they're like, operations told us we had a load. Right. I'm like, well, you better fire operations. Yeah. Because it's so, a hell of a way to run a great Yeah, it's not, it's not from the lack of us trying to make sure there's yeah. a load. Yeah. I sat in a meeting with you guys and a customer of mine where they needed a certain amount of lightweight, and they're getting from Alcosa, and I watched Linda say, you know it's going to be a problem. Oh, no, 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 no. We talked <laughs> right. we, we talk to them. Yeah. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. You talk to the salespeople and they're... <laughs> right? You, yeah, you, and I tell you what, it was a wake-up call when that job first started, right, Jim? Yeah, because right. yeah, I was just, oh I was just going to tell that story. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, that customer was like, oh, my God, you were right. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, what do I say all the time? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it ran good back when there was a gentleman up there, and you probably remember him, you guys. Miles D. Roy. Oh, oh yeah. Roy, Roy. Roy was yeah, Roy. the plant manager, and he he was a sharp dude. And yeah. he was, you, every day you were up there, he was running from one part to the other, yeah. and he was, you know, in the loaders, and uh, I think he finally retired. I'm not sure, but I think he might have got sick. But anyway. Yeah, it, it's definitely leadership starts from the top, and that culture works its way down throughout mm-hmm. the whole operation. Mm-hmm. All right. Ja- excuse me. Uh, Sean Ray Davis, this is his question. When we are doing the main topic. No. Yeah, do we have a, <laughs> do we have a main topic? <laughs> well, there's your answer. Moving on to the safety topic. <laughs> 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 when we are doing the main topic, can we get more into the main topic? Like what or why things happen? If we talk about tires, can we get more of what we are looking for? What makes a problem? Maybe even some pictures put in the trucks the night before. Cracks, broken or missing lug nuts, tears or bulges. People learn different. Some are visual, some can just hear it. But to make ourselves better and get the word or the picture out. 
a lot of people don't know what it was like to have to come in every Wednesday and see what hap- had to happen to that tire or the person that learned a mistake from that tire and how to get up in front of everyone and tell their brothers and sisters a mistake. And the pain it was to get the word out of the yard all at the same time with 70 plus trucks or lose your bump for the week for being late to the safety meeting. But the word and the picture was getting out back then. So combined, like, so we just combined a question with a plug for the podcast. Right. And trying to persuade Yeah, here's people. a pro why to have the podcast instead yes. of a safety meeting, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. the con when you, we were having safety meetings, right? right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ray, thank you very much. I know we just joked about it. No, 0013. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, let's talk about it. I think the – I'm a visual person. You know, I can I – can, I can describe something, you know, like I, I was talking earlier about the, you know, hey, there's a hole in the in the block or something like that. I think I do a good job about that, but I got to see the hole. You, you know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta see the bulge in the tire. I gotta see the nail in the tire. I, I you know, and and well, that was the communication we were asking for. Right? Yeah, we wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know, we asked take for the, that every day on the radio. Exactly, exactly. But yeah. to take the, you know, like Ray's talking about, to take the tire into the safety meeting. And roll it in there and show it, or show the brake pot, or show the S cam, or show the you know we we'd bring a whole truck in and go hey what's wrong and you know the lines rubbing on the on the deck plate or the the brake out of adjustment or you know we we I remember the one time we had the truck in there we set all the brakes walked around and hit the drums when we had drum brakes which we we don't have on every vehicle and the brakes were all set and one of the drums would ring well that 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 brake is out of adjustment it's not right. your brakes are set. You know, and it has nothing to do with air. It happened to be that's your service brake. That's the large spring in the uh, the can that operates your emergency brakes. And, and and you know, it's just yeah, that's visually. Uh, I don't know. It it hits you, I guess, like a, like being hit in the head yeah. with a hammer. Yeah. Here it is. Here here's the problem. Yeah, Ray. That's but that's, you still have to be engaged. Exactly. You still have to be aware of your surroundings. You still have to have situational awareness. You still have to be educating yourself every day on a daily basis of what that truck needs, how it operates, what it functions like. You know what I mean? You're looking for the the square peg, square hole, right? If you get a square peg and a round hole, it doesn't go together. You know, something doesn't look right. There's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, so, so no matter what, I, and I, I'm visual too, Jim. I, and you, I have a tough time where you can explain something to me. I need to do it myself, right? You can explain it to me, but usually as I'm doing it, so I understand how to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, to help Ray in this topic that, you know, hopefully makes our podcast better here is that we are all willing, every one of the safety team, I mean, I've even had Linda come out and ask me a question. Linda can probably help you on top of it. (laughs) Right. You know, because she she loves to learn on stuff like that. And anybody in the shop... And, you know, Mikey might, Mikey's usually, I'm going to call it ass jam busy. But if you grab Mikey and you ask him to show you things too, he loves to teach. But every one of us love to teach here. And if you come in and ask, you know, why does my tire look like this? Why is my truck doing this? Why, why is that nail so important? How come it's leaking here or whatever it might be? We'll probably stop everything and teach you because you're also, that's our culture. You're also showing us that you want to learn and, and care about the situation. I mean, just, just for an instance, 
there was a super single out in the shop last week. Hell, it might still be laying there, but it's blown apart. It's shredded. Okay. All I have to do is walk by it and go, that got hot. You know, so then, but that conversation in my head goes, okay, that's hot. We've ruined the rim. We've ruined the tire. Does the air system work? Did the tire, did the driver bump his tire? Does is the light, the light on? on? Yeah. Is, you know, did the shop leave it off by chance? What all happened? Because there is no way in the world that tire should ever look like that. Right. We failed in so many ways, whether it's the shop, the driver, the driver before, the pre-trip, the post-trip. I mean, that tire will never, ever do that unless we screwed it up. Right. Rarely do we have a tire just poof. Yeah, ahead. and if it does, and you know, I'm—I know you know this, but it's a tread. It's a tread. It doesn't. What? We don't have a tire ever do that, though, Dave. You have to agree with me, like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a—it's a chunkage. Something happened, right? Something yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we'll when call we call it self-induced damage. Yeah. Whether that means it picked up a nail and was running. 30 pounds low, so it was 60 degrees hotter, yeah. whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, so that, that learning and, and what, what uh, Ray's talking about is come get one of us. We'll teach you. Yep. You know, it's like us trying to teach you about chaining or sweeping out the liner or you know, sticking your broom handle underneath your liner or not, not uh, having your tailgate freeze in the in the winter to the tailgate bringing some warm clothes not leaving your hammer in the tailgate you know, we're at 102 on the outside of the dogs. 102 episodes and we're preaching the same thing and we still have this go on jim we're not preaching it we're praying for it yeah yeah that's true we're praying for it and you and different perspective we're you know, praying for it no no wonder the podcast is boring and you want to hear from a guest <laughs> right because we're, we're we're talking so the guy's like we should bring on your uh, cheese podcast uh, guest yeah exactly exactly queso we got swiss you know, cheese you know maybe we, we can get an air fryer air fryer in here we got cheddar cheese we got <laughs> nacho, nacho cheese <laughs> <laughs> nacho cheese whose cheese My is that cheese. it's okay. nacho cheese <laughs> yeah so you well, know, thanks like, for reminding me. I need to order more hammers. <laughs> <laughs> Gave out the last one last week. Oh, Son yeah. of a. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you if you yeah, got, ironically we sure lose them when we start propping gates open, don't we? Oh yeah. It's dangerous. They lose dangerous. The Which we don't have to do anymore. If you have a newer trailer yeah. with the brake valve yeah. or the the button on the side, not yep. the brake valve. Yep. So yeah, you guys, we just you know, and if you, you if you don't like the music, skip over that. If you don't want to, you know. I don't want you to skip the prayer because we're praying it, praying for it. But if you got to skip the prayer, skip it. You know, skip the birthdays, but skip to the meat and potatoes. Don't listen, skip the prayer. Listen we're to what praying that <laughs> you can make good decisions. We're praying for you to be active. Well, free. I also think it's cool that we do the celebrations and the birthdays. So right, I, right. I, I love to hear. If you're I've heard engaged, go, you shouldn't skip this. Because I've heard people on the radio that remember our our podcast and go happy birthday right i mean absolutely i know it's redundant but listen to that song it's built for us yeah yep literally <laughs> right yeah, yeah literally i mean it's yeah. the jfw song yeah 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 i'm not telling you to skip it i just somehow we got to come up with a way that this podcast means something that we're making it different and this is one of the few things we try you know, I, I wanted to talk to, to dispatch because we could have, you know, one day this week, I think it was, or into last week, we couldn't take any early loads, just the way the yardage works out. So now we're ass jammed in the middle of the week here, trying to get a bunch of loads out of fair play because there might be some weather coming. So everybody, instead of being prepared, is trying to get it all loaded in one day. 
And the only communication that I seen the dispatch send out was was an email about asking for early loads. You know, I'm disappointed somewhat in dispatch. We have all sorts of ways to communicate with the drivers, whether it's on the radio, whether it's person person personally asking, whether it's calling on the phone, whether it's a text, they need to do all those things to get early loads to make sure our customers being taken care of. And all we're doing is sending out an email. If we're, if the only way we contacted all our drivers is by an email, how successful would we be about tailgates and and chaining and all the other stuff we have a whole staff of you we have you guys stand out there in the morning what's going on how's things going what do you need you know it it, it slow takes, down slow down <laughs> yeah it takes our all of us don't be sorry jim <laughs> again you gotta we, slow down yeah. what the hell yeah, you're gonna run over a driver. Yeah. The 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 75 of them we have out there, and because of your stupid ass move speeding in the yard, you're gonna run over somebody and kill them. Thanks right. for being passionate, Jim. Because I prayed at the beginning of this podcast for right. you to make a good decision. Right. Well, I, I obviously I don't pray enough. And you know, bottom line, people really don't pay attention to like where they're walking and stuff. Absolutely, situational because animal did get hit when a driver was backing up from the shop door and he was walking <laughs> out to his truck. And he was wearing, you know, it was dark out. He was probably wearing a dark coat. What, you're in your yeah. black JFW hoodie with your hood up? <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, the guy backed up and hit him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many times have you now, heard over the years of people being killed because they got ran over a truck? It, like paving. Like, right. like nobody's going fast, and it still happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... it's uh, accidents happen. So try to... Avoid the accident before it happens, right? You know, you know we we're can praying for it. Yeah, we can talk on and talk on, Dave. But you were gone. Talk last on, week. Jim. Talk, talk on, on. Walk on. Walk on. Good job, Scooby. <laughs> That's an inside joke. <laughs> yeah, we can we can tell you about that one privately too, because um, <laughs> it's not a good story, <laughs> but it is a funny story. Um, <laughs> Super Dave, last week. It went viral, and I think it happened Monday or Tuesday, or maybe it was the week before. But a guy, and we all talked about it, the guy went from Colorado Springs to Denver on his motorcycle, Super Dave, in 20 minutes. He averaged 140 miles an hour. What? He so had sometimes some, doing 170. Yeah, 170. You can zoom in and see a speedometer, 171 miles an hour. Okay, and he, Was it and, the middle of the night? Nope, middle it's of the day. Hard. Because he bragged if he did it at a different time, he could probably do it in 15 minutes. Okay? And JR found it. So at, at in the video, if you guys want to look up the video, at... Uh, If you start the video at 22 minutes, and the reason it's 22 minutes, and I'm telling you 20, is he spends five minutes lining up the video before he gets on the highway and then rides from the springs to here in 20 minutes, okay? He passes two JFW trucks, so go to 22 minutes and like 25 seconds and let it pray or let it play. Let it pray. Let it pray, right? Let it play. One of of the, the second JFW trucks is yeah, he one of the two JFW trucks. Pass two JFW trucks. The second one he passes is one of the closest passes he makes, Dave. Mm. Throughout How he the twenty minutes, the left front corner of the truck is amazing. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. That then, just is unbelievable to me. Exactly. Yeah. You know, then it's an hour drive. Right. Right, Dave. Yeah, and so it's in the good, best conditions. You, you yeah. need you need to watch the video, Dave. Seriously, oh, crazy. Definitely. So when he gets to Denver, he goes on because he's you know TikToking or whatever on his on his video. He goes, hey everybody, leave me your 
your terrible uh, uh, conversations or your comments. Let me know how terrible I am. And he goes, let me know about what could have happened. What if? What could have happened? What if? What if? And he goes, I, I want to see all those comments. Because he said, we should all live our lives by what if. And we talk every day, just like you said, Super Dave, about walking through the yards, of what if. Mm-hmm. I can't. We can't live our lives. We can't do this job. We can't be truck drivers not thinking about the what if. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I appreciate the guy as far as the bravery that it takes, but I, I don't Jim, think he's that bravery. I, well, I don't think he's a good guy. No, I don't think he's a good guy, Dave. I just he's the, got balls. The thrill, yeah. the thrill to to do that is a is a different appreciation, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, Dave. But I, I disagree with everything because y- you can't live on the what if. I mean, to me, it's a, I mean, you might as well call it attempted murder. Oh, for, yeah, of himself. For, 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 for suicide. For, for, well, suicide and well, yeah, attempted he could murder. Hit, he could yeah. hit somebody two, two else. Two things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's because at that speed, that bike is a bullet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a bomb. bomb. It's a missile. It's a missile. It'll it's kill somebody. Yeah, so yeah. there's suicide in that. So, yeah, I just, I just. To just ignore your life and not think about what if, I think you're a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet his mom is praying for him to make good and safe decisions. Oh, I'm sure his mom don't care about him. Dad doesn't yeah. care about him. His they sister doesn't care about him. Am I driving the prayer home? Am I driving the prayer home this week? They don't watch TikTok. <laughs> I don't think there's enough praying can be done for the guy. Yeah. I'm you not know? surprised that for us. JR found that yeah. video, though. Yeah. Well, he's, what he's was, uh, pretty savvy. What was that. funny about it, Super Dave, is me and Allie had a conversation about it the night before JR told me about it because Allie goes, Have you seen this guy? He 80,000 views already, he had. And um, she goes, he drove from the Springs to here in 20 minutes. And I looked at Allie, and I'm like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> right? Right, just like yeah. you did to me. So then I hadn't told anybody about it. And then JR comes up, and I'm like, he goes, he passed two JFW trucks. And I'm like, JR, Allie just told me about it. Like, <laughs> and, and I didn't look at it, though, you know? And So did he spend a lot of time on the shoulder? No. You no, know, go, no. go just around cut, lines of traffic? Cut, just, cut no. in traffic, dude. Cut in traffic. Because it was... He was only on the shoulder two or three times, maybe. Yeah. Otherwise, it was, and I would tell you it was three lanes of in and out of traffic. I would tell you it was done in the afternoon, the way we were piled up in traffic. Yeah. 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 I mean, he literally, yeah. Dave, he's sitting at... I mean, he tells you where he's at in the springs. Garden of the Gods exit. Yeah, Garden of the Gods and exit. Then he's, he waits in traffic. He goes on the off-ramp. He passes two cars... Brings the front end off the ground, and when he drops it, he's running. I think it's 140 if you zoom in, mm-hmm. and that's where he starts his run. Wow, Garden of the Gods. And did he go all the way up to I 70? Not to I 70. He quits at like roughly Lincoln or Arapahoe. Okay, because that's, where, that's where I was thinking. No way are you getting through the tech center or even you know lower downtown traffic. Yeah, he's he's County Line Lincoln somewhere in that because right at that as you come up to go past uh, up the hill up I-25 to Lincoln or one of those right mm-hmm. there. That's where he makes his fastest run, I think, Dave. And when I zo- it was 171 miles an hour right there. Mm. He cranks it open. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, if you don't care about your life and you want to go do that, that's cool. But, I mean. Well, that's, we, that's the what if. Can, it's can like speeding care? in the yard or speeding in, the, in, a, in a, any yeah, place but, else where you could kill somebody. So the what if, like if his mentality is, what if I kill myself, who cares? Well, that's great for you. But yeah. what if you kill my daughter? Right. You know? I went 130 miles an hour on a motorcycle once. Yeah, me too. 
It was out in Utah, across the salt flats, and there was nobody, nobody around. No, exactly. <laughs> it was dude. awesome. And yeah. you know what I thought? I thought, this is way too fast. I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, I've, been, I've been 130 before, but not uh, not on the salt flats, on the road, but there's nobody around. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not risking other people's yeah, lives. Yeah, I wanted exactly, to see how dude. fast my bike would go. Yep. There you go. And, you know, it was kind of cool, but it was way too fast. So this is cool. Just got another text message just a few minutes ago from an engaged driver, Ismael Ponch Rodriguez. Have some questions for the podcast if it's not too late. Number one, will we ever see an all-electric truck fleet? Oh, will we ever see an all-electric truck in the fleet? So not an entire fleet, but one in the fleet. I mean, maybe if they work. Isn't it 2034? We have to have at least... Two or three? Yeah, X percent of the yeah, fleet, David. Exactly. I just don't know what they do to you if you don't buy one. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, they're four or $500,000. They'll, they'll right. just fine you. It's yeah. probably cheaper than the Fuck truck them. that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm kind of passionate about that, Jim, is I would like to see that happen. But there, there's, there's back to Dave's political side is – we have really, or we could have really good trucks now that are pretty much emission free, which they are. But the government's pushed them, so they're they're shitty, right? They right. they they just they don't work. So then the electric well, truck, j- how 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 cool would it be to have an electric truck that you don't have check engine lights on, you don't have transmissions, you don't have oil, you don't have all the other things, and and you have a you have a still have a battery situation, and they're but, not seven thousand pounds heavier. But that's because the government again, <laughs> right, has pushed for that development of an electric truck way before its time. But yeah, shoot, would 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 we love to have a have the if it is the best thing we could buy? Yeah, you'd see it in our fleet. Absolutely. That's what we try. But neither one of the the products that the government has man, mandated yes are the best product. And that's that's the shame of it. I mean, I, I rode in a Tesla, and Tesla. I think you know we all think he's probably farther ahead, but that was a badass car. Mm. That was cool, but it, it's it's been out whatever ten years or something, and it fits what it does. Does everybody need an electric car? Absolutely not. It doesn't even fit on the grid. Right. You know, uh, to to his question too, and I think we've talked about this. You know, me and Dave went to a seminar looking at Kenworth's new electric truck, and and like Dave said, it doesn't work. You know, their top range was 170 miles, huh. and that was in perfect conditions because yeah, if not it's up too hot not, out, yeah. right? 60 the, degrees. Yeah, they need to seal level. the batteries. If it's too yeah. cold out, they need to warm the batteries, mm-hmm. which both of those things take battery power to do. Double or two hundred to the shop. <laughs> I'm up here on a fry scale. I just ran out of juice. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And, and the other thing that I, I, the story I like to tell about it, which we, well, like I said, we have before. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. <laughs> that one truck takes the electricity to charge it so it'll run the next day of 10 homes. Yeah. For 24 hours. Yeah. For a yeah. day. A, so, yes. a, you're, like you're saying, yes. 24 hours. So, you, you plug it in, it takes that electricity for that house a day, 24 hours, right? And you, and, how can it? And nobody talks about that. No. no. You know, they want less trucks on the road. They want less damage to the highways. But no one has said, not one single person in the news, and this is your news, 
because they sway so hard to the left. Not one person has said that truck is 7,000 pounds heavier than our current trucks. Mm -hmm. Minor detail. The federal government knows it. So guess what? If you have an electric truck, you're allowed to haul 82,000 pounds on the interstate. Not 87. Not 87, 82. 82. So now you got to go, well, how do I compensate for 5,000 pounds? I bet if we went to every driver here and said, great news, you guys. We figured out how to get rid of our check engine lights. We're going to get all electric fleet, but you're going to take a ding and pay because the trucks are going to be 5,000 pounds heavier. Well, technically 7,000 pounds heavier, but you can haul 82,000, so only 5,000 pounds heavier. So I hope you guys are okay with that. How long has the media and the government said at 80,000 trucks are tearing up the roads? But, oh, when they want their agenda, they give us 2000 Yeah. And if anybody does the math on that, here you go, Rick. Here's my math. For every 10 loads we haul with an electric truck, we have to haul an extra load because that equates to 50,000 pounds less that we're moving. Rick who? Gray. Oh. You know, so... Hey, I just keyed you know, on that. Just, on. just to bring this up, you know, is this the part of the podcast that everybody tunes out on? I don't know. I don't know. You know? I'm engaged. Because right. these are the policies that our politicians are mandating. Everyone has to understand and look back. Everything we have today has been the necessity of, of ingenuity, right? When the automobile was created, it was to make us better. The government didn't say, hey, we need automobiles, right? No one said that. We created an automobile because it made us better. We create things because it makes us better. Now the government is mandating things, requiring us to do things, and it's it doesn't work. I mean, you guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off just because we're kind of touching on emissions and and things, and I just totally ran across this. It's it's tied to it, but it's kind of not. I'm sure anybody that watches any football, they made such a big freaking deal about Taylor Swift going out with Kelsey from the from the Kansas City Chiefs, right? If it's, anybody watched any football this weekend, agenda. guarantee you, you got to see Taylor Swift at a Jets game. Do you guys want to know what the theory behind that is? Do you sure. want to know? Yep. I, I do I do know. Because <laughs> you saw it? Yeah, I looked at, well, I looked it up too. So Taylor Swift is, is ass deep with lefties getting behind her because of her private jet. She's taken over 172 flights last year. And the amount of emissions that a private jet puts out, like probably more than our entire fleet for a year. But the people with that amount of money and that ability and and can do those things and can afford private jets, they don't care, right? So she's been catching a lot of slack because of that. I mean, they've went out and been like... Not slack, flack. Flack. She's been catching a lot of flack. Thank you, Dave. And so... Her publicist took it upon himself to get her at a Jets game specifically. So when you Google Taylor Swift Jets, it brings up she was at the game. Instead of Not (laughs) that she has a private jet. So that'll get all the people that are on her ass for emissions and greenhouse gas and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But every all the politicians, all these higher ups, everybody takes a private jet. But there's none of them that have the balls to speak out. And go, listen, this, this agenda has gone too far, right? They're, they're not doing anything. But we're being crucified, not only as a trucking company, but as an industry. So it's, it's rough. So I'm off. I'm back out. We can go back to our, our stuff. My Manip- thing is to 
nothing starts out as the final product. You know, I mean, think about it. When electricity first came out, it only went to a couple homes and it was pretty intermittent. You know, yeah. when, when the first telephones were out, you know, everybody had the same line. Everybody in town talked on the same phone line. Right. You know? So so this this is an, uh, a technology in an, in its infancy and it's going to get better, but you've got to take baby steps with it and it can't be forced down your throat because it just doesn't work that way. How come nobody ever talks about building the grid first? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we are going to transition to electricity for Dave, powering homes, for be- powering cars. But before that, we better spend a trillion dollars on the grid. That would have we- happened if the inventors would have had to have invented that right. first. They would have known. We're back to where our politicians are creating mandating right. policy that we have to adhere to. Man, they're they're bass backwards. My brother, rest in peace. This is a quote. This is some of the things I love about him. One day he told me the infrastructure of a business needs to be built with scalability in mind, right? And that's not what's happening with the electric stuff. Mm-hmm. No, and the thing too, Super Dave, what I always think about in a little bit, I've read and looked into it, is all that infrastructure has to be powered by fossil fuels because right. there is no other energy to power those. And and so and you don't want the use of fossil fuels, so you can't, you know, unless you go nuclear, and everybody's against nuclear, which has like been proven to be one of the safest things. I'm a proponent there, of nuclear. Right? There's there's hydropower, which everybody's trying to get rid of dams, you know. And yeah. that, I mean, it, it's environmentalists. It's, yeah, it's 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 being driven by that by that piece that you're just like, what the hell? How do we how do we stop this? And when you talk about electricity, I mean, a couple of years ago, and I love lights, like putting lights on trucks and Christmas lights and you know the invention of the LED that was like the next thing for me I think that's cool as hell but you know like you said Dave there was you know there's a a regular light bulb there's a fluorescent there's the condescent and however you do that and you know we had the halogen bulbs here in the shop and we had a that was a big step forward too right right right? and we had a a and why did we do that I just got to interrupt you I I hope I don't yeah, make you wreck your train of thought. No. Why did we transition from incandescent bulbs to LEDs all throughout the whole building? It's better. Because it was an improvement. Absolutely. But that's that's Absolutely. where that's where I was going, Dave. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is because but they'd been proven to be better. Yes. So just like you're saying, Super Dave. It's, it's a the fact. Ne- it's a fact now. Yes. It's the next generation of that light. And I love to brag. You know, it cost us. I don't know what it was, $15,000 investment to change every light in the building to that than when the company came in. But we got rebates from from our government or the electric company, which was great. Our lights are better. They're cooling. And then on top of it, I can prove it to you, we save from $250 to $350 a month on our electric bill. It paid that money back like like two years ago. And it's better light. And it's better light. Yeah. That's that's the stuff that works that you're like, you're proud to be American when it comes to Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know? And Nothing which better than walking into the red shop, flipping that switch, and the lights just come on. And, oh, and, right. and, and then once they're lit up, not going, and just yeah. like, God, is it is along with my ringing in my ears? Is that is that buzzing too? And, and here's your quote for that. Necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Who said that? I think it was like Thomas Edison or somebody. I don't know. Somebody October 26, 2020 wrote it. <laughs> no, that's older than that. It's probably the original, <laughs> original Tesla. 
Look at all the stuff he invented. That's right. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Ismael. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tesla got, has Colorado roots. Did you know that? Yeah. I th- doesn't he, his brother own several restaurants? No. Yeah, he, he had the first <laughs> power station, and it was in like Trinidad or somewhere. I'd oh. have to fact oh, check I didn't, that. didn't know that. Dave, Dave, that's the one that's closed that you hike to, right? It closed oh, way know. back in the 20s, but you can hike to it? Huh. I want to do that. Yeah. I, I don't know that, but I, yeah. I do know Tesla pioneered his technology right here in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Ismail had another question for you personally, Jim. He wants to know how your all meat diet's going. (laughs) (laughs) Pray for me, man. Pray for me. (laughs) Um, My drawback to it uh, after being on it um, so long here is it's boring. Mm. I've become... The you you can only eat so much meat. You do chicken, do different stuff. As you know, along with, well, I guess with the invention and and mechanization and stuff, is all the different flavors we can enjoy in foods. Mm. You know, I talk about having that burrito with you guys, and that was kind of my my cheat day, my Saturday, because I'm trying to manipulate missing other fu- foods. Is that burrito was delicious to me because it had the the. I hope you say this, the, the aioli sauce, mm. the the tater tots, mm. the the bacon, the crema, oh, the bacon, yeah. you know, the eggs. I heard eggs. it had fried eggs on it. Yeah. Over fr- easy fried over eggs. Three, exactly. Three, 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 three eggs? Three eggs. Three eggs. I'm so in Saturday. So, yeah, not, not to get off on that tent, <laughs> but I'm missing that that uh, that uh, invention of foods and flavors together right. instead of just having meat. So I, I, I'm struggling with it, uh, and I've gained like five pounds back because I've I've done other Cheap. foods. But you're, you know, again, that's like like I mentioned with that burrito. I should have ate half the burrito. You save the rest. You eat it later. Nope. That's that's my gluttony. Nah. Of, of you want to test? You he live growls your life on and a shows his fangs. Yeah. What if I'm fat? <laughs> my knees hurt. You know, my back hurts. Yeah. What if? What right, if? Jim. So, yeah. Eat the whole burrito. So, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I, I can attest that I'm. You know, after my cheat day or whatever, I am truly less bloated. The inflammation, how I sleep, my my uh, my afternoon drag as as far as that that's gone on this diet and 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 that's that's what i can attest to and but my willpower to enjoy those things over scarfing down a big old burrito does does, it's it's It's, tough have you picked out your next diet yet (laughs) no 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 you got some new shoes this weekend I, uh, all the uh, that's to ha- that's to help my knees so I don't have to be on a diet. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know if that's a good a good point or not. But it's all it's all about life. How, how you want to live it? How you living? Yeah, how you living? So yeah, good, good question. Thank you though. Good question. Yep, appreciate you being engaged. I'm impressed with you, Jim. I know we just made fun about different diets, but you're always continuing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got you're more doing work. something about it. You're yeah. the warrior in the arena. Yes. You know, and I'm sitting here making fun of you, and I'm the fat ass <laughs> making fun of you, right? You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, it's the truth. But I mean, I, 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 I wish I had your willpower. It's impressive. Seriously, I wish you had some new oh. boots. Those things are. So yeah, yesterday we and we're driving along and we had a couple crazy cars around us and you know they were they, they, 
they weren't the best cars, right? And and well, I mean, this one van is stopped in front of us, and it's you know how like when a car stops, right? The front end kind of dips down, the ass end comes up if it's a hard stop, right? And then it like settles to the ground. After it did that, then it's like it's it's, it's undulating like sideways, and it's moving back and forth. But the wheels aren't turning, right? Wow. It's just moving. And like, it's got it's got a sticker in the window <laughs> that says, "What's the speed limit?" Read the effing sign. Yeah. You know, like, right. what is the speed limit? Oh, read the effing sign. You'll figure yeah. it out. You know, right. so it was just, and then, and then it, was there was, a, it was a unique automobile. Yeah. Then there was another car. Then they had the radio up so loud that the the trunk was vibrating, mm. you know, and it's making that. They might be enjoying the music, but all we get is the rattle, the license plates, you know, shaking off of it, you know. And he's weaving from lane to lane. Yeah, he's stop and go traffic. Like, there's 17 cars cars, in this lane and 18 cars in this lane. We're going 12 miles an hour, and there's a red light in front of us. (laughs) He ain't getting nowhere faster. (laughs) Yeah, the whole whole bit. That's absolutely (laughs) And Dave's, you know, Dave's pointing this stuff out, you know, somewhat complaining about the situation. (laughs) And I'm like, do you know where you're at, Dave? (laughs) <laughs> do you know where you're at you know and it's like how you live it right. you know is do you know where you're at you know it, are, you know like the red light like the, the the you know the 18 cars in each lane you know we're only going so fast as do you know where we're at uh, right what what is the situation how, right. how are you living you know and if you if you can't if you can't figure that out that's it's like listen to the podcast here if you can't figure that out you're you're not living and you're not going to be the place you want to be. That's right. So, yep. Man, the safety topic of the week I think is near and dear to all of our hearts. <laughs> we all had a we all had a pretty passionate response to an incident <laughs> yesterday. Uh, we're going to name this "Control Your Environment and Be Courteous." Okay. Uh, just to that is p- a that's a socially correct, very polite. Yep. We're going. Have, have we? Are we doing our chi now? That we're, I mean, we're just trying to make everybody feel safe. So. Right. Right. You guys safe do and pee, don't you? safe do and pee. safe and cuddly. So yes. you know when that truck you know wants to change lane and you could just stop, just just go. Okay, I'll let you in. Yes. <laughs> right. Be good. Right? That would be good. <laughs> that would but, be really good. Yeah. That means we all need to take value. <laughs> yeah. I was I was thinking yoga in the truck. Nice. You know, as yeah. long as you wear yoga pants. So, yes. Hey, that's that's becoming a thing. Is it? For dudes. Huh. No way. Yeah, yeah. yoga pants. Yeah. Leggings? Don't yeah, leggings. Look, no, yeah. yoga pants, Dave. Those are yoga what pants. You, I, the things, are they like the The things only women should wear. Right. They say ohm on the butt. <laughs> Home. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not, I was, not home. Home. <laughs> I don't go shopping very often. And the wife and I went to Cherry Creek Mall Saturday, which apparently I was seen and like put on the red light district or something. But you were spotted. Responded. Spotted. Spotted. You were spotted. And uh, Dave, I passed like three dudes in yoga pants, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is not normal. Hmm. That is not normal. Those were not designed for men. No one wants to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Were you banned, see, were you see banned what, from Dave? the Cherry Creek Mall Are you for thinking sure that way? they were men? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stopping right here. Dave. I'm just we stopping get, right here. Because I'm going to be like crucified if I say yes, I know it was a man. <laughs> like, how do you know it was a man? Yes, there was a package at the front door. <laughs> Hey, well, you're you? looking too damn hard. Right? See, I knew I was going to get crucified. Because you look and you're stuck. You're stuck. You're like, 
is that a dude in yoga? P- oh my god, that's yep. a dude in yoga pants. Then you're like, no, I can't look. Yeah. Did you guys see the Candace Owens video where she's at? Uh, oh, I've seen like three of them now, James. Oh yeah. man, this one she's at the. Co- Do you guys want to talk about this? Go go like go it. go. go for it. <laughs> then we'll get into the because Candace Owens is a great person to listen to. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she's, she's at just this factual. She's exactly. at like this college or something, and uh, one of the questions was like. You know, what do you think, you know, about some of the people from the trans community not even being comfortable with your presence here today? And she's like, life is tough. Get a helmet. I'm too pregnant for this. Right. They're, they're <laughs> afraid of a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Life is tough. Get a helmet. Anyway. <laughs> I remember that program. Helmet for bums. There you go. Or ho- helmets for homeless. Helmets? Really? Yeah, because that the, the homeless guy wandered out in front of us and we hit him oh, with the geez. truck a few years ago. Oh, man. So we, we tried to make light of it, so we wanted helmets for homeless. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't hurt him. <laughs> we're right down this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about yoga pants for males. So That's true. <laughs> so yesterday we had... Uh, so one of our guys was driving, and I did pull up some more video this morning because I thought for sure, you know, he must have let 10 cars in already, and he just had enough, right? Not the case. So yesterday, we had a... Say what? He did look, Dave. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I looked. I, I just wanted to make sure, like, you know, because we've all been there where you let where a you bunch of cars in. Where you just get fed up. You've left 20 like, cars in, and you're fed up. Yeah, not even fed up, but like, all right, now you're taking advantage of my kindness. You right. know what I mean? Right, yeah. Not the case. They were all doing 25 miles an hour, and anyway, our driver was pretty insistent on not letting another vehicle, a box truck in, you know, when they slowed down. Guy's trying to come over. He's got his blinker on. He actually rolled down his window. Like, he just wants to get over. Because his lane was ending, too. Yeah, we wouldn't let him over. We were so insistent on not letting him over, we ended up having an accident, which ultimately we feel is our fault, but the other driver did get a citation because the cop, I mean, ultimately he hit us. Yes, but why? In our Because we were not being courteous. Exactly. That accident, and here's what all accidents in trucking go back to, a hundred percent of all accidents go back to this one question was this preventable yep 100 percent. and the and the thing is too was it preventable you lead with that dave that we've been talking about is it's the what if right i mean he cost all of us by the what wow. if because it was preventable yeah. let's talk about what it cost right yeah <clears throat> it cost so our driver was in a rush it cost him the time what, that he was rushing for. Which we was he for in a, his patience. What was he in a rush though with the with the amount of traffic though? He must have been. He ought to be in a rush if he didn't want to let a car in front. No, of him. that's okay. Did I mention right. we pray for patience? <laughs> right. So right there, <clears throat> already it cost you the time that you were trying to you know theoretically save by not letting that car in. Now you had to call the cops. Now you had to sit down the side of the road. Lost an hour. Lost an hour. Did right. they lose an hour, though? Because explain that. Because who paid him? Oh, we, we paid the driver. Oh, wait. Well, we shouldn't pay him for that. I bet there's a t- I bet he's got time in. Well, we need to adjust that. Right. Yeah, we shouldn't have to pay for, I for bet. That. I, be, I bet, yeah. Yep. Yeah, That's a good just, point. Because we'll we prayed that. for him to make good, safe decisions. Yeah. <laughs> that was so last week's podcast. 
Sorry. So then, sorry, we prayed for him to be accident free. You guys are good. Um, <laughs> then it cost Jr. because Jr. is a handler on mm-hmm. this accident. It cost him time. So now you guys are paying Jr. to work the accident. I that saw, was hundred percent avoidable. Yep. All you had to do is be courteous, let somebody yep. in. We had to high road up. Yep. I saw the bill from MHC right because we're not going to drive around with a. With a mirror without a back plate on it, a back cover. Right. We're going Why would that. we? It makes us look bad. Makes us look bad, right? So the bill for that, $750. $750 for a back cover. Oh, it's just a mirror cover. Right. Now, we're supposed to get a discount. It might drop down to 550 but it'll at least cost 550 bucks, right, right, to and, fix that. And then, and then what does that matter? Because they, they have to pay for it, right, Jim? Well, we're still shelling out the money. Exactly. We got to be reimbursed for it, right? Complete complete nonsense just because. All 100% avoidable. Yeah. You got time to honk on your horn. The effort it took to honk on the horn was more effort than just backing off and letting a car go. Yeah. yeah. So That you knew needed. You knew what that guy needed before he did. <laughs> because you you drive every yeah. day, you see it yeah. every day. You have that professional driver's license. Yes. So now we've got a waste of time for that driver. We've got a waste of time for that truck for an hour. We've got a waste of time for the shop for an hour that had to replace the mirror piece. We've got a waste of time for Jr. having to deal with the insurance. We've got a waste of time trying to collect the money and and once we get the money putting it in the bank and having to make ourselves whole because now we've spent the money to try and repair the truck, you know, within hours, our shop could have been doing, you know, maintenance to get windows to roll up and down and work on check engine lights, but we're putting a mirror on something for an accident that was hundred percent avoidable. Yeah. Yeah. But we pray for people to make good decisions. You know, we could look at the resource it took for that cop too. I mean, that cop, might have been able to be out fighting crime. Right. Instead yeah. of dealing with a, you know, right. a Gra- grabbing a guy driving from the springs at 140 mile an hour. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it's just so and then and then we've we've, you know, now we've spent time on the podcast trying to teach somebody about praying and patience and avoidability and what if and the time it took and the cost and everything cuz for for that choice, we're probably what nearing if the if the mirror's seven hundred bucks we're probably will have two grand in it mm. by the time we're done. Yeah. You take our you take our shop, you take our time, you take JR. the future time. Yep. Yeah, and it's just you know, and, and and I like I like to go back. Would you do that with your personal vehicle? Right. I just don't think so. I just don't think you'd risk your personal vehicle that way. Unless it was that van you were buying that what did you call it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you know but, where we are? But, <laughs> but even that guy had a sticker on there to obey the speed limit. Yeah. Shouldn't right. that sticker have said, if this van is a rocking, don't come a knocking? Well, it wasn't that type of rocking, Dave. That's the reason it kind of stood out. You're just not. What is going on in the van? That's, uh, that's what it stuck out. That's good. It was, yeah. So, yeah, at the end of the day, if we were all a little bit more courteous, there'd be less accidents. And just. It'd be a better world. You know, what about the, you know. <clears throat> what about the guy that that you know technically hit us? What's his opinion of JFW right? Oh, now? absolutely. You know what I mean. What about what about the people that witness the big, bright, shiny red truck too stubborn to let somebody in? Yeah. You know, not a good look, not a good feel, not good for the bank account. Yeah. The whole thing just sucks. <clears throat> I, I guess you know, and then you can put the twist on this too. What if your wife or your kid 
or your family was that guy in that box truck and they were trying to get in in front of one of our trucks. Right. And that was how we treated them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. It just doesn't feel good. If that was my mom or dad in that box truck and and we caused we could have prevented this, I'd be pretty disappointed in a JFW truck. Yeah. You know, and that's our now this is our calling. This is this is our reputation, right? This is you know, and we look at it that this one represents all, and that's what we talk about all the time, right? That's the reason we want to be better. We preach to be accident free. We preach to be accountable for our words and our actions, right? You know, I do want to stick up for the driver a little bit because he has done some pretty honorable things around here as well. Absolutely. You know, he made a mistake. Yep. I put in the one email because we had some pretty rough emails Uh, bounce back and forth that, you know, everybody has a bad day. Maybe this was his. Right. But in those situations, you just you need to be aware. The hardest you part just, of doing good is doing it every day. Yeah, we've had drivers yeah. that have worked here for years and have never done that. Right. You know, we always say, don't put yourself in harm's way. Man, we, we went right to harm's door right. and knocked on it. Yep. We rang the doorbell. Go, Nobody's home. Well, I'm going to wait here. <laughs> <laughs> we practically made that guy hit us. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimately, the the thing about that, and and I agree, the this driver has done some great things, a great a great. Uh, He's a par- good guy. He's partner not evil. and stuff, but it's still disappointing because I don't think he'd do that with his personal vehicle. Mm. That's where it breaks down for me. Mm. I don't think he would put his personal vehicle in harm to let it get hit, but right. he did with our truck. That's my that's my. I, I don't even mind having a discussion with him. Yeah. Right. But I don't think because I'm sure I, when I, he comes in, we're all going to have a discussion I, with him. I, I know. He I know. Listens uh, to the podcast, absolutely. right? Yeah. And I and I know what he drives, and <laughs> I don't think he would have risked that that like he did ours. And that's where that's where the, that's where I'm disappointed, and when we don't all have bad days. So yeah. Yep. I said it last week. Reasons don't remove responsibility. Nope. Right. You know. I. I I'm going to hang on to that because that just defines so much. No matter what's going on, your reasons, excuses, don't remove your responsibility. Yeah. You know? I'm just going back. Every Anybody who's been kind of in the trucking industry, I'm sure they've all seen the magazine called CCJ, Commercial Carrier Journal. Mm-hmm. It's at truck stops. They have a, a website. They have a monthly deal. They send out weekly news blasts. You know, we get all this information from them. And I to block them. They always do an article on an accident, and it's like... It's John. John it's called John... Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. If it, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, it, and John Doe. Yeah. They always give, you know, a situation that happened. And their number one question, and it's always, was this preventable? You know, because we always get told, oh, I couldn't, you know, a car is merging on the highway. I couldn't get over. Yeah. There was nothing I could do. Yeah, you could have stepped on the brakes. And their question right? is, it's not whose fault. Was it preventable? Yeah. Be- was it preventable? Absolutely. This was preventable, and we've just sat here and went over the reasons why. We absolutely encourage you to do your best to make it avoidable. This was 100% avoidable. Please, what you're causing us to have to do after the fact is not worth it. Give them three seconds. Give them 30 feet. Give them whatever they need because it's way cheaper and faster just to do that and move on. And I'm stuck on and the life what, was easy. I'm stuck on the what if because the thing is, is they're not they're not the the what if of that is what money that costs and time that it will affect you at some point. 
it will you don't think it affects you but whether it's you know whether it's a, a raise whether it's better of equipment whether it's time off whether it's it's going to affect him right now hearing him because he cares yeah yeah he, he's going to come in tonight and he's going to stop in my office and then he's probably going to come up and see jam and then he's probably going to come up and see you and, yeah. and <laughs> i mean there's not much that can be said this was avoidable mm-hmm. period that's what that's what the disappointment is yes you know not that everybody has a bad day yes that this is avoidable and it if, was avoidable. And, and if everybody, even if you're having a bad day, this was avoidable. Mm-hmm. That's what that's yeah. that's what I'm getting. And we're at. batting cleanup. Yep. It's it's what what we have to do. We bat cleanup. Yeah, and, and we're forced to. And we're ta- we're talking on the podcast about it, not about the the driver has nothing to do with it. We're about the lesson of avoidability. Absolutely. Of about what what the consequences are. What this what this looks like. Just let somebody in. You went over it years ago with with uh, Rick Gray. Yeah. And and Rick Gray goes, I, I just never thought about it about just easing off the throttle. And he didn't have an accident. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah, with the horse sure trailer. Yeah. Oh, it was an accident. Yeah, that, oh, I thought it was just a call. That was finally in. what I mean. Rick can attest to this. Yeah. It was finally okay. like Dave. I get what you're talking about because mm-hmm. his truck was down. It had to go to the body shop. You know, a horse trailer tied up on the side of the road for two hours. I-25. Every competitor driving past us, going, "Oh, JFW's in an accident." Blah blah yeah. blah blah. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh. all he had to do was let off the throttle. Right. Drop ten. Yeah. Drop ten and cover. Yep. Drop ten and cover. Yeah. Wouldn't Anybody cost- know what that means? Push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it had something to do with, Jim. Some type of exercise, right? So for anybody coming up to an intersection, if you hear the term drop 10 and cover, it means drop 10 miles per hour, cover the brake pedal. Yep. Yeah. Drop 10 and cover. And that was uh, Greg. Greg Wise brought yep. that up. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's great advice. Love it. Great advice. <clears throat> drop 10 and cover, especially on that Highway 85 corridor. Absolutely. Don't go through that intersection as fast as the truck will allow you to go. Yeah. Drop 10 and cover. Going to be going to be a much better day at the end of the day. Going to be day a that better day had, for you. If, you, if you. if everybody did that today, you're going to find out it's just a better day. Oh, absolutely. You feel better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know one guy that'd still have a job if he did that. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I mean, we were just bringing his truck in the yard, in the shop again to start putting back together after that accident. Mm -hmm. You know, and the fuel tank smashed off the side of it. It bent the axle housing. We had to remove the axle housing, send it out to be straightened. Uh, New componentry that it broke on the suspension, the whole DPF box on the side. I mean, we're going to have $10,000, $15,000 in that truck for something that was 100% avoidable. And the guy did report an injury, finally, which was... How can you not be injured? Yeah, right. no doubt. Right, you know, yeah, and, exactly. And so we're taking care of that. Just God, that's just... why we pray for your patience. We pray for you making good decisions. We pray for you to be accident free. We yeah. we're praying for this. Yeah, and if you're praying, there just seems to be a lot more important things to pray about. Yeah, <laughs> like no the people. Doubt. Right, the pe- that's how desperate we are, though, yeah. Jim. We yeah. are so desperate. We're praying. You know how about the how about the terrorism. Yeah. You know, there's something to be praying right? about. How about right. mothers and fathers watching their babies die? Yeah. yeah. Our I mean, freedoms. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jam. Just there's yeah. more important stuff. Yep. One of you guys want to take the tips and tricks from Ray? Anybody? Somebody? <laughs> yeah. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in there, Jim. We're, yeah. We're, we're not arguing. I mean, it sounds funny because it goes blank here, but... <laughs> 
I guess it's funny, Jam, because you need to take a break. <laughs> I, need, I need to go use the restroom real right? quick. <laughs> He's not trying to stick it with one of us. He's so. over there doing the pee-pee dance. <laughs> I want to be back in time for Super Dave's High Road to Holland. Yeah, absolutely. Really Who cares absolutely. about Ray's tricks? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I already read them. So you tip, wrote them on here. I just have this you feeling on we here. are on a roll in this podcast. <laughs> we? we really are. 900 views, Dave. I'm calling it. <laughs> listens. 900 listens. listens. We're talking about we can't about view the podcast. <laughs> Helmets for homeless <laughs> and man wearing Spanx. Man wearing Spanx. I never said Spanx. <laughs> oh. Double uh, thirteen. Uh, we're sorry, man. We're uh, we're sorry. So, Ray, uh, Ray. <laughs> tips and tricks from Ray Davis. It's starting to get dark earlier, and we will be coming in when it's still dark. And soon we will be dumping that first load in the dark and parking in the red lot in the dark as well. While tarping in the dark, you can turn your porch lights on and watch the wheel on the front of the cable. You can see it's turning, and when it stops, the tarp is all the way out or I'll have to say all the way in. You can put a zip tie on the pulley to help you see. So the zip tie, um, it, it flaps, you see it, it's, it's movement. That's, that's a great one. I've seen that on several trailers. I used to trailers, do that. Right, and, and the last one I drove, Dave, what, they had a piece of tape on the pulley and you just turn just a little bit crooked you know, yep, you can really yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like the mixer drums or like whatever. Like a barber's yeah. pole. Yeah, 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 yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. You, you really see it. So uh, don't just do it and and uh, don't just do it blind in the dark and put too much pressure that you're tearing stuff up um so you know to me that's like if you're if get out and look ask somebody to help you just don't put that pressure on you and risk tearing something up uh, remember the tarp motors we have are very strong and can rip the tarp brackets out of the trailer and that's absolutely true. They're a winch motor. You know, they'll winch a car out and they're, you know, they're winching that tarp back and forth and we're screwing a plate in an aluminum trailer. So please don't hold your finger on it, whether you're going out or back. That's what a wonderful tip. Save so much money and time. When you have to dump in the dark, using your hazards will help brighten up everything around the truck to see better. Um, Used to in the past, you know, and here you go talking about old-time truck driving, sometimes I would crack the Johnny bar on just to leave the brake lights on, but it really didn't activate the lights back in the day. Or you could barely step on the brake, and that would bring on the brake lights and give you a lot of light. But I know if you step on the brake with the automatics, it stops, right? So there's, you know, there's, there's new trips. I can't even say it. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. So like Ray's talking about, bring your hazards on. They're flashing. They're bright. LEDs, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, I'm going to read it again. When you have to dump in the dark, using your hazards will help you brighten up everything around the truck to see better. Make sure your windows are down so you can he can hear. Um, you know, that's whether you, you drive over something or start to scrape something that mitigates the damage. That, what if there's that a person back there you didn't see and they're yelling? Yelling. Stop, yep. stop. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Make sure your mirrors and your back window are clean so you can see. Remember, the biggest thing you can do is to get out and look, which I, I just mentioned. I should keep reading. But the clean, you're heading into this time of year, too, that you're going to be running in some road film and and rain and snow and stuff like that take a few minutes and wash your windows wipe your mirrors down it man it just 
I mean, I just went to Nebraska a few weeks ago and drove back and went two days with the bugs all over my window. And I just took a few minutes and cleaned my windows. And I'm like, what a dumbass you didn't clean it before then. Because <laughs> right. you, you, it was so nice to see. I do want to throw something out there, though, that we do run into. Your truck doesn't need five rolls of paper towel and three cans of window cleaner. Use one, get one. Use one, get one. We don't need... I, I mean, I don't know how many trucks we get in, and there's so many cans of window cleaner and rolls of paper towel that it's just a waste. Yeah, just brand, brand new. Yep. Yeah. The biggest thing you can do is get out and look. I'm going to say that again. 90% of the time, there's no material on your gate. So you can open it and back up a couple of feet to get a little closer to the pile if you're not close enough. So I, I believe what he's talking about is when you open the gate, Material's not going to fall out and prevent you from backing up a little bit more if you need to because you visually got out. You can also check that you're backed up to the right material, how close you are to the pile, all that kind of stuff. Good good stuff right there. Uh, so you're close enough, not close enough to the pile. Don't just back up into material and rip your mud flaps off. Once again, get out and look. When going up with your trailer, turn your porch lights on and look out your back window to make sure your trailer is coming out of the saddle straight and that you're not leaning. I mean, what a, what a, because those lights on the back of the cab, they light up everything. Oh, they're bright. You know, and the reason we bring it up to make sure your porch lights are off because they're, that's not good for the people on the highway that might be passing you or coming up because <laughs> they're so bright, right? But this for as far as running the trailer up straight, God, what a, that's, that's, uh, why, why do we have them on there? Yeah, to help, Dave, right? right. To they're make a tool. safety. They're a tool. They're a right? tool. They're, you know, and they're LED. Don't be a tool. Use your tools. <laughs> oh, man. When you are coming into the yard in the dark and have to park in the red lot, get out and look and even ask another driver to help. Or if you see a truck getting ready, turn on the page, you guys, to park. Walk over there and help your brother or sister. Man, I, I love that. Why, why not? Why let somebody fail? You know. And if you're the person that somebody walked up to uh, ask if you need some help, don't be a, a big shot and go, "No, I got it. Just leave me alone." Your your ego is not worth that. Okay. Don't let your ego write checks your body can't cash. Yep. 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 If no one is back there. Turn your hazards on your so you can cash. see better. There, there again, the hazards lighten the area. You can also get out and put the lights on on the truck next to your spot and their hazards as well. What? They're, they're, what? I'm confused. What I mean, do there's I need to two, do? two beautiful tips, right? What do I need to do? The headlight on the other truck or the hazards. Oh. It gives you like, why do, why do planes have runway lights? That's so smart. Right? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, you can, <laughs> the best thing you can do is get out and look again. He's saying it again. Again, the best thing you can do is get out and look, take your time. And, and when you got out and looked, what did you end up doing? You stopped. I just opened my gate. You stopped, right? <laughs> Un unbelievable. Hope all is well with the JFW family, your loved ones and friends, and all that are listening. Remember, safety has no blind spots. Sit up in your stool. Look and lean. Don't be a fool. Much love and respect always. Ray Ray 0013. Love it, buddy. Thank you very much. Good job, Ray Ray. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Soup. 
How would you like to hit us with that high road hauling? Yeah, that's SmackDown. Oh, high road up. <clears throat> well, I've got high road hauling here. So um, I want to go ahead and like highlight these people. Stingray, John Moore, Mike Bortz, Dan Hawk, Dwayne Sand, Rosario Garcia, Rick Gray, Jimmy Villagrana, Charlie Barand, and Dustin Romero. And why are, am I naming you drivers? It's because you were here when this high road haul and hit the press for the first time in June of 2017. Ooh. So you guys might remember this. And I, I didn't do a new one this week because I was on vacation last week and I didn't have time. But uh, this is really, really cool, and it really will make you feel humble. But this is called the Pale Blue Dot. Do you remember this one, you guys? Jim, the name Dave? is familiar, Dave. I, I don't, Super. The, no. the Pale Blue Dot, and I actually handed out pictures to everybody. I had them all set up. and um, It was a photo that was taken by the Voyager 1 spacecraft of Earth. And uh, in this photo, it was... I mean, it was just this tiny little dot in was the it a little blue dot? black. And I, I highly <laughs> urge everybody to just, just Google when they get somewhere and they're stopped or if they think about it tonight at dinner or whatever, just Google pale blue dot. I'm doing and, it now. And it'll all come up. <laughs> we succeeded in taking that picture. And if you look at it, you see a dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, every, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever lived, lived out their lives on that pale blue dot. The aggregate of all our joys and sufferings, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilizations, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every hopeful child, Every mother and father, every inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, Dave, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint, every sinner in the history of our species lived there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. The earth is a very small stage on a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and in triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of the dot on, uh, I'm sorry, the inhabitants of one corner of the dot on scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner of the dot. How frequent their misunderstandings, how eager they are to kill one another, how fervent their hatreds, our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are all challenged by this point of pale light. To my mind, there's perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than, than, than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly and compassionately with one another and to preserve and cherish that pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. And these words were spoken by Carl Sagan 
at a commencement speech at Cornell University on October 13, 1994. This photo was taken February 14, 1990. The Voyager 1 spacecraft launched September 1977 and was at a distance of 3,762,146,000 miles from Earth. It was among the last series of photos taken from interstellar space beyond the orbit of Pluto before NASA shut her cameras down. And if you ever do pull up that, I, I strongly urge everybody to pull up the pale blue dot. It gives you this overwhelming feeling of how insignificant we really are in the uh, the big picture, I guess. But uh, anyway, um, those of you that remember this High Road Holland, uh, it is a, a uh, revisit of this. And uh, it's a pretty cool concept to really think about who we are, where we are, and uh, what it all means. So there you That's have it. That's awesome, Dave. Love it. Good job. Like it as well. Well, <clears throat> it's time for our final thoughts. Who would like to kick that off? <clears throat> I'll jump in there. Sweet. How do we get people to do what we talk about? Mm, great question. I don't have an answer. We've talked about it for 30 to 40 years. How do we get people to do what we talk about? We, you know, I, I've, I don't want to say I've made a joke about it, but I keep saying we keep trying to come up with other ways to empower people to remember it, you know. Mm -hmm. So this week now I'm pushing, you know, that we're praying about it. We're having to pray about it. And, you know, I've talked about situational awareness and drug that through a whole podcast and, you know, drug other things through a whole podcast to try and get people to think about it. And everyone needs to be aware of it. Everyone needs to do it. So how do we physically get every single person to do that? Hmm. So I guess that's, that's my thought, right? But why do we need to do it your way? It's not my way. Why do we need to do it the JFW way? It's generally better, Jim. Generally is. Yep. There's reasons for it. We know Absolutely. it works. Yeah. We know what works and what doesn't work and what puts it at risk yeah. and what doesn't. Yeah, as we're talking about that, and I mean, great questions and, and final thought, Dave, even if you don't have an answer. But the thing is, is it, it's back to JFW. We've sat here and thought of the what if. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm stuck on that. Yeah. Is It may not be the right way, but it's the best way that we know of now to prevent the what if. Yeah. And that and that's what you're in. And, and, you know, when you can't get people to listen, it's like, well, they can't, you know, or or. or do what we want to do it's it's the what if and yeah it's kind of deceiving because it well, well i guess what i say what i say is kind of deceiving is it's not just the jfwa we're talking about a preventable accident yeah right? was this preventable what we're asking you to do isn't just the jfw way Right. right. We asked you to be courteous. We asked you to give space. We asked you not to put yourself in harm's way. We asked you, you know, not to put the truck in harm's way, but you still did. And, and we've prayed about it. Yes. And we've talked about it. And we've tried to teach it. And we've Situational awareness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done, I have come at this, for, and I'm saying I, right? We all have, but God damn, I've come at this from every single angle I can think of. We're still dealing with it. We are still batting cleanup. We are the cleanup crew because you chose to do what you did, and we're batting cleanup. You know what I mean? We're just the cleanup crew, and it tired of cleaning up. Tired of cleaning up. 
Heard that. Yeah, it's uh, literally like shoveling the load Saturday. <laughs> that was nothing but cleanup. Right. That's the. That's the. <laughs> it's what our safety team does. Yeah. We back yeah. cleanup. We're the cleanup yeah. crew. Yeah, I can. I kind of can turn my final thoughts into that, Dave, because I, I don't know if it truly has things to do with it. But I got a. I got a question for you all, or or my final thoughts that I ran across. So, and it's a. Obviously, it's a study, but the by but the by the age of thirty, ninety five percent of all men and women over the age uh, over the age of thirty will never sprint again for the rest of their life. So when's the last time any one of you have sprinted? <laughs> well after 30 years old. <laughs> Not in the last... I mean, I do have a nine-year-old daughter, too. But, yeah, not but like all I used to sprint jam. jam. Like sprint 100 I'm, yards? I'm, I'm, 100 yards? I don't know. Not <laughs> yeah. I mean, seven strides. Yeah, I'm not. Move, 30, 30 move 40 fast yards. and sprinted. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> it, and, and what it leads like is... Hold up. Sorry. You sprinted in the last three years. I, I have, Jim. I have. And yes. I know you, you bring that up because the, the airbag that blew, right? Yes. You're bringing that up. Yes. You know, we, we, we sprinted to the yard, you know, to the sound, right? Yes. We, we needed to figure out what's going on. But the, the, the rest of this, you guys, is um, we don't like to lift heavy weights. We don't like to be exposed to cold. We don't like to be hot. We don't like to be hungry. We like to be comfortable. We eat at the first pang of hunger. Aging is the progressive pursuit of comfort. Mm. The more aggressively we seek comfort, the faster we age. Wow. And to, to roll it over to what you're talking about, Dave, and I, I mentioned the, the magics in the uncomfortable things or the difficult things is, you know, the red light's not such that, that incident, but... Paying attention continually probably is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Letting that truck in when you knew the lane was inning is, is that uncomfortable? No. We're just we're just seeking to be comfort. It's it's I, I hate to use the word the the laziness of it. You know, hitting well, that was a lot of effort. Hitting <laughs> what went on was way more effort than just stopping and leaving a gap. Afterwards, afterwards, no, even though, before Dave. he 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 expended way more energy. Not allowing that truck in, then just going. Oh, he needs in. Er. You know, hit, hitting, hitting <laughs> on the horn for five seconds. You know, hitting the wall at plant two. <laughs> was that just staying in the truck and not trying to figure out what happened? Was that was that comfort or was that laziness? Less effort than missing the wall. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So are we? Are, are we? Are we just all aging comfortably? comfortably i'm fighting it <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to fight it yeah. i mean that's the reason we speak about the diet or i spoke yeah. about the diet it's you know or or doing my weights while i brush my teeth or or, or whatever you know and I, yeah. I can't i can't afford to, you know i'm thinking of of the one accident about letting the truck over and it damaging our truck you know what 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 would drive me not to let that happen for one thing is you know it's my vehicle and i know i brought that up a lot but as a younger man, I had to answer to my dad. Right. You know, I had to answer but, to but here, I, I had to answer to my other drivers that looked that were older than I was and go, "Oh, there's the boss's kid effing up again." 
Mm-hmm. Right. But but here's another addition to that. You also had to call the insurance company. I did. You also had to go repair the mirror. You had to fix it. You had to do everything freaking involved. You know, I had to, I had did. to miss the concrete wall because I had to replace the bumper. Uh-huh. I had to fix the bumper. Yes. Yeah, that makes a big you know, difference. So is that is that You went around the puddle cuz you had to wash the truck. Is we've made so ma- so many you people avoid comfortable hole because you have to replace the broken airbag. Exactly. I mean, Super Dave. I mean, I know you'll you'll spit it right out. We used to have to grease. We used to have to wash all our trucks. Change ha- tires. Change tires. Have we not made it comfortable? So are we? Are we just? Da- we've we've created yeah. our own monster. Yeah, Dave. We have. I have a photo on my own frame at my own house. Remember all the discs we just looked at, and one was your whole vacation. Yeah. Right when you went back east. Uh-huh. Do you remember the ending photo where the old 009 is in the bay right out here and it's on all jack stands and we're putting all new tires all the way around it? Uh-huh. There isn't a wheel on that truck, a uh-huh. tire or wheel on that whole truck is on jack stands. I have that on my home photo screen, right? It's an electronic photo screen that my wife has been loading. We've got over 5,000 photos on it now and that happens to be one of them, but it's near and dear to my heart because we all did that together, mm-hmm. right? You didn't just take the tires off, and I walked out there like, what the hell are you doing, Dave? We needed to put tires on it. We all put tires on it. Everybody did on Saturdays yeah. when we needed yeah. to do So, do so any you took truck. extra care on those tires because you knew how hard that was to put tires on that truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. it's not. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I'm glad you added to it. That's, that's my thought. Yeah. Soup. Anything else? Yeah, I'm going to shift gears a little bit um, based on my last six days of my little uh, RV road trip. Um, so I spent the last six days going through Wyoming, okay, up to Devil's Tower. Uh, and the the whole trip, I tried to take the back roads. And man, oh man, do we live in a beautiful country. The, I mean... If anybody has gone coast to coast and done it not on the interstates, but done it on the back roads and seen the small towns and seen the countryside and the farms, it's just the most beautiful place in the world. And we are super drivers. JFW, what we deal with every day, and I just did the math a little bit ago, our company, all of us, drives about 50,000 miles a day. Okay, 103 trucks, about 500 Mm. miles, okay? And all of those miles are done in the city, and we deal with traffic and rude people and all of the above, right? And I passed truck after truck after truck on the road out there, and, and I purposely took Highway 85 from Newcastle all the way down to Cheyenne. Beautiful road, beautiful drive. And I'd pass a truck and, you know, it was the only vehicle on the road for like 15 minutes. And then I'd pass another truck. And those people are out there just all by themselves, nothing to worry about, no problems. I mean, sure, they deal with bad weather once in a while, you know, a couple times a year. But we deal with so much more stress and so much more stuff all day, every day. And you guys are super drivers, and my hat is off to you. And another thing that we have to be really proud of is the and i know we talked about all this on the podcast just today but the equipment we drive is absolutely amazing i pulled into lusk to get fuel um and there was this truck and he had an old dog 
tied to the front bumper, tied to the cattle guard, actually. Like and doggy, like four legs. Yeah, sleeping tail. on the ground, out in the sun. Not just, a Mac on just the sleeping. bulldog on the hood. And this truck was like a 1985 Kenworth. And it, I swear, it hadn't been washed since 1985 either. <laughs> and it, it was pulling a set of doubles, a flatbed doubles uh, with these old um, heavy oh, equipment wow. tires. Oh, flatbed doubles? Flatbed doubles. I haven't seen those in and, years. And uh, had the you know big haul truck tires on it. And I don't know if the guy was in sleeping or if he was in eating at the Outpost Cafe. But I just thought, holy crap, I bet the driver of that truck was as, as old as the truck. Yeah. You know, I mean, right out of the, the dark ages. But... We are amazing. We are. We drive amazing equipment. We do an amazing task out there every every day. And everybody, be flipping proud of what you do because it is amazing. That's why we are the JFW family, Dave. Okay. Did you hear the phone ringing when you were by that truck looking at it? <laughs> no, but it was. 19, I just thought it was, was nineteen eighty calling. They wanted yeah. their truck back. <laughs> the way oh. the dog was tied up to the cattle guard, and he was sleeping in the parking lot, and yeah. the truck was running. It oh, was sitting course. there running, yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't hot or cold. I mean, yeah. it, it, you didn't need the AC on or anything, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. It was it was a trip. I stepped back into time looking at yep. that truck, and I was I, I was thinking about JFW the whole trip, thinking about what I saw. And what we experience, and it just was really cool. Uh, well, my final thoughts has nothing to do with JFW. <clears throat> but just imagine. Wrap us up. Take us home, go. Jam. Just imagine being woken up by a big boom, and your husband or your wife is deceased. Your kid's bleeding out, and people are trying to get into your house. What are you going to do? Right? This is, what, this is what's going on in Israel. And... I guess my, my final thought is this is a good time to be more aware and more prepared. You know, do you have, do you have a, do you have an emergency plan with your family? You know, what, what would happen if things went down right now? If we lost all communication, yeah. where do we meet? Yeah. Where are you guys going to meet? Do you have a first aid kit? Can you help your wife if she's bleeding to death? You know, do you have a way to protect your family? And obviously I'm an advocate for this kind of lifestyle to yeah. be prepared and yeah. aware. You know, this isn't a plug for me at all. This is just, these are the times, because this could happen in America pretty easy. You know, we, we were talking about sleeper Sleep cells earlier, you know, and that's really cool in the movies and, you know, the, the drama of it, but it's real. There's people living in this country that hate you for being an American. And if they have a chance to do something to you or your family, they will. So I'm just encouraging everybody to, Think outside the box a little bit. You know, we're not as safe as we would like to think we are. So, leaving that on a high note. No, I'm just kidding. Don't ever walk around high in white. Yeah. Don't white. be in condition white. Yep. Be in condition yellow. Pay yep. attention to your surroundings. Keep your head on a swivel. If something looks out of place to you or makes you feel funny, it man, probably is. It probably is. Protect Don't be, yourself. Yeah. Call the cops. Say, hey, there's a strange thing going on over here. You know, this is, I'm telling you. I hope I'm wrong because I don't want anything to happen on American soil. Oh. But look at 9-11. I mean, whoever thought thousands of people were going to die on a single day in New York City. Right. So. A, a, that was every thought that you just listening to you a minute ago. That's every thought I had is the you know, it happened at 9-11. Yep. You know, and, and we're trying to tell people what if. Well, that's a what if. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, you know, and I know, Jam, you probably disagree with this part of it. But I, I, I wouldn't say go build a bunker in your backyard and live in fear. 
but have a first aid kit. Yeah. You know, ha- have, how do you, how do I meet my family? Yes. You know, where, where, where are you guys going to go? God, you're, you're spot on, Jam. At least, at least do that much. Yep. You know, don't, yeah. you know. Take ho- that phone away. We're helpless. Mm. Yeah. If you don't have a plan, we're helpless. Yeah. 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 You right? don't, you don't, maybe you don't have to build a bunker in the backyard, but just think about the what if. Yep. You know, Absolutely. and maybe the bunker isn't a bad idea. Just went over <laughs> Sunday evening, you know, condition yellow with the wife. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yep. All right, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 Podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to Episode 72 to help find Amber's mom. Links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast. And we will also put a link to uh, the Northland Corral. Corral. Thank you. Northland Corral's show coming up. Uh, There'll be a link to their website, and you could uh, look at show dates and stuff on there. I do have one more thing to add, Jim. Uh Elections are coming up November seventh. Mm. It's it's imperative y'all vote. If if people here aren't registered to vote, you can't vote where you live. Please get with me. I will gladly. I mean, I will drop everything I'm doing and I will help you register to vote because it is so important yep. to get out the vote. We have to vo- we have to stop some of this craziness that's yep. going on. And the only way to do that is you and I both need to vote. Yep. So it yeah. starts with your local municipalities. Absolutely. You know, if you can't make changes there. It trickles up, you know. So and it, it, some of it's not easy. I mean, I finally got our Westminster paper. I got this mine weekend. here. I wonder if it's the same. Yeah, there's ten people mm. running for three seats huh. in Westminster. I was, I was like, oh my! It took me forty five minutes to go through and just check all of them. So I picked the uh, well. I circled. I haven't picked anyone yet, but there was a, a former LEO or some pro. Yeah, there was a former cop. Okay. So he's got my vote, <laughs> right? I, I could get behind that. Good. Um, there was, uh, there was a couple. I circled yeah. them. I, I we'll brought it to work. Yeah. I just want to be sure everybody's. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people, they just they're grinders. Yeah. And and they grind they're, every they're day. They're working hard and taking exactly. care of their families. Exactly. But, but but that's the. It's like being safe, Dave. Not not to interrupt <laughs> you there. But yeah. It's like being condition safe. yellow. Condition yellow. What if some of these people get in office? Just yes. take a few minutes and think like you're reading about it. I bet we're pretty safe if we have a cop in office. Yes. Because he spent his life trying to help and save people. Mm-hmm. Not some you know, activist. not some activist that 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 wants to take care of people that have already passed away. Right. Right. So right. yeah, you guys are hundred percent. Yep. All right. Well, let's say the creed and let's get on out of here. Together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. All right. See you next Thanks, week. everybody. Be See safe. y'all. see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load well it's a family tradition any rocky mountain day our fathers before us showed us the way we work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins we've got diesel in our 
see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel trucking Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel trucking I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a trucking down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just looking for another Keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down, and pick up another load Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, breaker, two, three. Anybody got a copy on that channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.